feel like I look so much bigger on camera. <laughs> they say 10 pounds. I don't know if that's... This looks like 40. 40 pounds? I don't think I look... This, I don't feel this big, but I am, I guess. You're also seeing it, I guess, how people see you. Ew. Well, sitting down isn't the best. Frumps uh... everything? No, it's not the best. This is why I wear black, so you can't see shit. It's all flat. <laughs> I thought this would be dark enough, but I can see all the rolls. I don't really have a lot of rolls. Starting a have, we're I starting just, a pastry shop with all these rolls. I just have one big roll. One big, well, hey, dude, that's... I guess I can be blessed for that. <laughs> At least. Got the keg pack. But it's not a beer belly. It's just a Whataburger belly. I told um, Malia, uh, of course, we had to be dating for about a year for me to say this, but um, before we got on keto, she's like, oh, my God, babe, I've got rolls back here. And I'd be like... So many rolls. I think we need to butter those. And she oh looked gosh. at me. I thought I was about to be broken up with. <laughs> but we're okay now. Now I can say that joke all the time. All the time. Yeah. Sorry, right. We're both fat. We make fun of each other. Well, he is not fat. You're fat. Well, I'm not going <laughs> to comment. Not I'm not going to comment on my girlfriend's weight You're right not. now. You just did. You just called both of y'all fat. We're both fat relative to... You're overweight. Our cons where we would like to be. Let me put it that way. Okay. I accept I'm fat, and I think she accepts she's fat. I would say I that. rarely call her fat because that's probably the stupidest thing you can do. She calls me fat. Yeah. So that's our relationship in a nutshell. We that's both it. look that's at each other and go. <laughs> instead of saying, "Hey, you're fat," we go, "We need to be on keto again." <laughs> that's just our. That's the the, that's the code. Cue. It's like, yeah. hey, you want to. Can we start You're next do a week? High fat diet. Oh God, she literally said, "What is keto again? It's high fat, <clears throat> low carb, um, almost no carb, no carb, intermittent high fasting, high fat, like high fat. Um, you see, it's like seventy like, percent of your intake. So a lot of um, cheeses, a lot of oils, yeah, um, nuts, like but no fried foods." You probably could, but I don't know. I mean, I'm like salads, chicken, steaks, like greens, lots of cheese. Can't eat starches, no corn either, which is so stupid. Um, I think if I cut, if I cut um, freaking milk duds and soda out of my diet, I think I'd be a healthier guy. Probably. I quit soda for like three months. Lost like six pounds. Just do soda. I just drink tea. That's all I drink. You tea probably were doing other things that that were. I wish. I wish I was. No, me and Malia just decided to cut soda one time. Like when we first started dating, and we did it for like. A, actually, I think it was like two months. But I'm saying, like, if you start, if you stop drinking soda, you almost like <clears throat> start almost wanting to eat things that don't require soda. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know, like because like, like with pizza, it's like I have to have I have to have Pepsi almost or a Coke. If I don't, it feels like it's not the same like at all. If I eat pizza and Pepsi or any soda, I get as a reflex. So my body's just decided that's a no go for me. <laughs> yeah, or like Mexican food. Like growing up, I really always, Mexican I food always, and soda. 
No, yeah, because I always, hmm. I don't know why, and maybe it was like a little bit of a racist thing I grew up with. It's like, I always felt like the water in Mexican places wasn't the same water. You know what I mean? They imported from Mexico. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know. They want it real authentic. It it wasn't like, it wasn't like that it was, like, I don't know. It just always tasted a little off, but I think it was just because I was so used to soda. But another thing is they bring it in, like, usually at these places, usually it's like, you know, like plastic cups. Right. Sometimes it's like red plastic cups for like sodas and things. And then like when they bring water, it's like a off colored white, Mm -hmm. clear Cup and it makes me think like the water is just like a ghost, not, yeah, just not quite huh. there properly. So I just I get tea know. with Mexican food, it's tea? always tea, iced tea, every iced time. Tea. It's weird to me. I can't do tea and drink things. Really, you don't? Do you not like tea? No. Are you from Texas? No, <laughs> I am. I've never gotten into tea. My parents love tea. Hmm. I like hot tea like by itself, but oh. I'm never drinking tea with a, a, a meal. A, a meal. I really don't even like like sweet tea. For me to like it, it has to be like chicken express sweet, which is like which will kill you. You can taste your. It's worse. I think it's worse for you than soda. It might be the amount of sugar. Well, I think I've heard that before. Could be wrong. Have you ever seen those videos where they're like, "This is how much sugar's in one can of Coke," and you're like, "How do they fit that in there?" It's like it's because it's not like it's not sugar. Granules. It's well, like yeah, it's dissolved high fructose and, corn right. syrup. It's concentrated sugar. Which, if that's true, I would say probably all the sugar that they show goes into one thing of tea from Chicken Express. So there's a heck of a lot of sugar in that tea. There is. I don't drink it. Yeah, I get unsweet. It's probably already sweet. The unsweet. <laughs> it, well, no, Os- they're unsweet via osmosis. They're, they're unsweet. Tastes weird. Tastes really weird. I don't know. It's just I would never get water at Chicken Express, ever, because I feel like it just tastes kind of like fried food. Tastes like yeah. There's just like a lot of grease in the air. There's a lot of stuff in the air. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. No, the, that I, sounds I, super bougie of me, but I'm like I almost would rather do no drink and bring like hydro flask <laughs> water and ding 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 as it hits on the table. Your high pH. <laughs> I bring my high pH water. Yeah, I have to if I'm eating chicken freaking express. We need, we need to get you like we need to do a show that's about you rating waters, like mm-hmm. uh, maybe even like blind taste testing waters. Oh, uh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I've seen I know people you, do it. I know but... which ones I would hate, which is Fuji. Okay, I know how it feels in your mouth, and Dude, I hate it. I wonder if that would be proven wrong if via blind taste test. So like that water we got the other day, the the weird bottle, the weird one, the blue, the big top. You remember? Oh, I don't remember core? what it's called. It yeah, cool? I think it's what it's. Uh, that reminds uh, me of how Fuji is smooth and it's it's like a different. It's not crispy. I liked it. It's not bad. It's just not crispy. I like crispy water, whatever that means. Crispy water. Mm-hmm. Mm. No soggy water. Please. I know what you mean. It's almost like has like some conditioner in it. You know, like. Like your house, like shower, you know. It feels yes. Feels a little different. Yes, and I I live in the country where we had really softened water, Mm -hmm. and that's what reminds me. I don't like it. it. I don't Uh, like softened water. I I think it's for your plumbing, so it doesn't destroy your pipes. Well, just like clog up your pipes because it'll like whatever. Mm. But they overdo it. 
Just like everything in Texas. Yeah. It's a little hot. Let's put it to 65 degrees inside. That sounds great, though. That sounds <laughs> it awesome. It does sound great. And then you go outside and my my glasses are fogged up for like an hour. <laughs> I'm like, this isn't going away. Yeah. Every time I get out of my car to go somewhere, it's like... Yeah. Golly. Especially recently. Because I would just blare the AC in my car. Yeah. And it's it just chills your glasses. and So nice. And it doesn't help with the mask. It's stupid. I I gotta have the. There's a technique with the mask. I've tried. Doesn't work. We need to make masks that are for glasses, people. What would that be? It'd be like a a nose, like an under nose thing. Insert into your nose. No, no, no. no. It's like almost like a like a wrap around your nose, and then it's like to where it it can't go up into your glasses. It all has to come down. You know, Mm. because the problem is the seal around the nose. Right. So, and what I've done well, is and you have to get. It's not just that; it's that that's the least resistance is for it to go up. If there was no, it's going up on the front of your glasses. If it can go up on the behind your glasses, if it goes behind, it still fogs it for me. Not for me. Hmm. How well? I, time. It also depends how close you wear them to your face. Oh, I wear them pretty close. Oh, okay. I guess I don't know. I'm constantly pushing them towards me. Got a good finger fingertip in there. So it also depends on your bridge. Mine yeah. comes out. So if it was straight across, it'd probably be. Anyway, this is riveting content. <laughs> Almost We learned church. so much. Learned so much about ourselves. Um, well, this podcast is about the church. The role of the church. Role of the church. Nowadays, because it's changed over history. The church has changed its role and how it interacts with the world. <laughs> I, I'm meant to do some research on like, how did this whole thing start? The church, you know? I mean, obviously the Where church started like, church started like just after Jesus died essentially. Or de- so you could say that Jesus started the church. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, how did it get from here? Like how did Catholicism start? Like I know kind of the, some of the breakdowns of how things shifted later, but mm-hmm. do you know anything about like how the Catholics got together and started all their traditions and things. Because there's so many I things. I should know. I learned, I mean, well, in my private little small Christian school I went to, we, we talked a lot about that. It was really big because being a Protestant, um, you kind of learn about the fallings of that church and kind of their... The Catholic falling? Yes, their misguiding of people, their manipulation of people. Um, and then, of course, they always, they always use that as why we needed the separation of church and state, which doesn't make a lot of sense because of the you had people who would, who could all, I mean, it was essentially the Pharisees all over again. You had these people who could read the text, therefore they are the ones interpreting it to you, the poor peasant people, and you must follow you. Oh, by the way, your daughter just died yesterday from XYZ disease. Well, if you pay us, she can go to heaven because we don't know if she was, I mean, she'd never been to church. So it was all like manipulations, very thick. That's where it's weird. Yeah. Start paying for things. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that kind of still exists a little bit today. I don't um, know. I I have. Well, no, I mean, it is like prosperity <laughs> gospel is essentially that, where you're like, yeah, but you're not paying for salvation. No, but you're paying like you're paying to reap. It makes sense instead of like yeah. instead of like like doing uh, tithe out of obedience and faith, and then 
um, the Lord blessing you in whatever way he sees fit, you know? Um, huh. Or like in like praying for something versus like, I'm gonna give to get instead of like, I'm gonna give because it's a, out of obedience. Mm. I think that's two different ways. That's where the prosperity gospel, I think. King, I bet some people that, that talk about and the people label them as prosperity gospel, they what they really mean is the whole like, okay, you are here to like, it's a tithe, okay? Mm -hmm. It's like, it's in the Bible. I'm sure you can debate it by ripping apart the original text, the original text and oh, the Dead Sea Scrolls said something completely different about or whatever, I don't know. All, I don't know the nitty gritties of that stuff, but giving out of a heart of obedience, not out of a heart of getting back. Mm. It's kind of how I feel about worship sometimes. Some people worship to, uh, there's actually a song by Cody Carnes. Um, it talks about it like it, as a worship song where it's like, um, I'm sorry for coming with an agenda of worship. Like instead of coming to worship, I'm coming out of an agenda. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel his presence. Right. I'm gonna. He's gonna speak to he's me. He's gonna speak to me. He's gonna give me visions. Like right. instead of you don't go to worship to, like you could be excited for some things, but that's not right. why you worship the Lord. Right. You worship the Lord because He's good, mm. and He's like your Father. Mm. You know. Um. So yeah, I, I I see similar correlation. That the the worship one's a little more. Uh of a scarier one to me because like, it's not really like taking people out of their salvation, but it's like, that's when like people go, Lord, I served you for years. I worshiped you for years and you've killed my so-and-so. Like, mm. how dare you, you know? Mm. And yeah. that's that's the fruit <laughs> of that mentality um, versus always worshiping through the storm and um, worshiping out of obedience and giving out of obedience, not out of getting back things. Because mm -hmm. that's not what we're called to do. We're not called to get things from the Lord. We're called to, to go <laughs> right. and give from the Lord. I think you know? worship is very interesting because it's very rigid. Um, like worshiping is singing to God. That's just that's not, not biblical. That's not, right. I mean, but that's be. that's what people often say. Like, I have never been fond of much Christian music. There's some that's really good. I think there's some that's like super authentic and and feels real. And it's just like it's not like oh, I wrote this to be sung at a church, mm -hmm. which is what a lot of Christian music feels like. I know it's not necessarily that way, but um, I think there's just other ways to worship. And so <clears throat> for me, it's not. I've never really, even though I love music make music. I love the culture of music. I've never really been that music is like, oh, this is like how I worship God. Yeah. Um, well, it's interesting because the church I go to, um, it's called Mercy Culture. And the biggest thing that drew me to them uh, was their thing. It's called MC Connect. Mm. And it's almost like an Enneagram test for your spirituality. Mm. It's like, what are your... Spirit, what's your spiritual like tendencies? Mm -hmm. Like, what do you, how do you connect with the Lord? Are you a like someone who needs nature? Do you use music? Do you do like whatever that you they take up for nature? That's cool. That's yeah, definitely Malia. <laughs> it's called a naturist. You go like some people like connect with God like yeah. by going yeah. outside and and doing that. Um, and what they do is they cater to you. They give you scripture to meditate on. They give you books to read. Like that's that, really that, cool. Like so that was like. <laughs> 
that honestly did it for me. And then I saw their meme account and I was like, they are not that not the fact that the memes are funny, but I'm just like the that fact some real dank the memes. fact that a church can is embracing, did, embracing that. Yeah. Embracing like that way of connecting to their congregation. Um their it, youth too. That just shows a lot about how much they care. Mm, right. You know, um, they're not worried about like, like I, I wouldn't be surprised if they started a TikTok account. And I mean, obviously you got to be careful about what you post on these place, places, but I think you can utilize, they're such a good tool um, for the kingdom, I mm. think. So, yeah. Well, that's really cool. I didn't know they had a, a, a meme account. That's It's funny. I, I, well, it's funny if you're a part of the church. It's not, it's like, you don't really know what's going on if you're not oh, part of the church. Okay, like, okay. Something happens in the message and he'll like, they'll like take it out of context and they'll like, they'll add like, they'll add some like, memes oh, to I it. see. It's okay. funny. Okay. But I mean, there are some, there are some funny ones on there that like you could totally. Um, you don't need the context for them? No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I mean, it's not like Babylon B where it's like <laughs> really savage. They don't really go savage. Um, full savage. Of Babylon B. Babylon B is freaking funny. Golly, I want to meet. I didn't know they were supposed to be a Christian. Like, oh, you didn't? I didn't know they were Christian satire. I was just like, dude, these guys are so savage. I don't. I read the you know <laughs> the stuff they say, and I'm like, dude, they're like. Well, it's what happens when way. you're not connected to a church, but you're still Christian, and you can just like almost do what you want. I love it. And it's like, especially with comedy, because I appreciate all comedy. Uh, me and you both think that there's no, I don't think there's anything off limits. No. Um, but I mean, obviously, I think there's ways to go into the uh, eggshells mm. <laughs> properly. Yeah. Um, you, can't, you can't pull a Kramer <laughs> at the Laugh Factory. Oh, you um, know Kramer mm. Seinfeld? I, I know what Kramer is, but what did he do? Oh, he, he got canceled like before cancel culture was a thing. Did he drop the N bomb? He did. How many times? Uh, I, I don't think know. I heard about this. He so he got heckled by a guy and he just like ripped it. He was so pissed. I think he was a little drunk, and he ripped into him and he called him the N word. And was then he actually was black? It. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Interesting about this, oh. and I don't know. I don't want to stick on this topic too long, but I was in Denver uh, like a month and a half ago. This was like a week before after George Floyd happened. It was probably a couple months ago. Time kind of doesn't exist right now <laughs> for us. Unaltered state. Um, but I was in I was in Denver, and freaking this guy. So they, I was at this motel hanging drapes for my dad, and. Uh, I was on the second floor, bottom floor. There's this black guy who I I learned after is like security for this place, and like actually he's not just like some guy pretending to be security oh. <laughs> for it. Um, but he's like dressed in plain clothes, and he keeps seeing this guy who is clearly some some sort of drug person of some sort. I I mean, if I had to guess, uh, it was probably meth, just oh, based nice. on stereotypes. Nice. Um, Missing teeth and. I didn't see the teeth. All I heard was him telling the guy, like calling the guy the N word, like hard R. I've never heard anybody, a white guy, actually call a black person that ever. And I was like, man, in Denver, of all places, of all places. I mean, it's all—it's not like it's California, but it's like it's almost California. Well, yeah, it's pretty progressive. But it's like he, this guy, just said that. I'm like, dang. 
Because I mean, I was, in my in my head, I was just constantly thinking about at the time all the George Floyd stuff, and I was like, I was like, man, what? I'm trying to decipher what's real and what's like a little bit um, inflated mm. when it comes to racism in government and with people around me. And I'm like, if I'm in my racist, like seeing all the people like white guilting online. Um, and I'm like, do I need to do that? Did I do something? Is that something, is that we're like, just think, thinking about it, you know, it's just a interesting thing. Just so to see, just to see somebody like really get into that um, and really say that I to somebody. I've seen someone say it like to a black person. It was for people say it to actually. Well, he didn't even not, call him a cracker. <laughs> well, I mean, if I was in his position and this guy was tweaking out and calling me the N word, I'd be well, like, "Well, he was riding his what was going on? Is he kept okay. like riding around his bike around the motel?" Yeah, what a real threat. <laughs> well, no, but like I think he was like thinking he was dropping dropping drugs off. Oh yeah, and like or something, because I mean the people of the motel. Um, hotel industry is very interesting. I didn't know, honestly. And really, the motel industry is really rough. Mm-hmm. Like, interesting, interesting thing about the motel industry I didn't know about is they're all, and this is not me, this is real. Like, because mm-hmm. I, I had to put in business cards for my dad. Yeah. Uh, literally half of them were had the last name Patel. They're all Indian. Almost, almost all motel owners. Or Indian, oh. even like the big, like Hil- big, big like ones. Hilton, like people that own like really nice hotels, Indian, like from India too. Hmm. Um, and I didn't know that. Um, it's really cool to see, but it was also just interesting. Like, why, are, why are there so many Indian people? There's even like an entire like straight up. My dad went to a. Um, it's like one of the biggest hotel conventions of the year. And it's literally like called like the Indian hotel, like, hmm. like not like Native American Indian, like India, India. There might be one there, but India, <laughs> like, and that's the, the, they're all there. And it's like, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. It's almost like, why, like, why is it, well, they kind of, why is it Chinese people making donuts, you know? Or whatever, Koreans or like, why? Why do I always see Asians making donuts? I'm oh not, my god! I don't have a problem with clip, it. I want to clip that, and that needs to be a button. Why are <laughs> Asian people they making make, donuts? They make good donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm just like, why? Dude, maybe they know something we don't know. I think they, I think they do. I, there's got to be a secret. They must like when they get off the boat or plane or whatever. They probably, like, they probably the have eight, some like yeast. They have some type of association just, that meets them. Hello, Ching Yang. Take this. And it opens it up and it's like a nice package. These are your donuts you get to make. Here's your profit. And they're like, cool. I'm making donuts it's now. It's like Chick-fil-A franchise for, for donut <laughs> for shops. <laughs> Dude, I, it's funny you say that because I don't think I've ever been into one that has not been Asian Americans. Like ever. Besides well, like have, your, your fast food-ish ones like Krispy Kreme. There's one on Magnolia, I think. It's called Cowboy Donut. Oh, and it's like a Euro. Okay, the it's a Euro. Ones, yeah. It's not that boutique. It's still like really good, solid, standard donuts. Mm. But they, I don't think it's that boutique. They sell Euros. I think they're Greek. Like the people are Greek. Oh, the Greek people are breaking into the donut market? Heck yeah, dude. Dude. Taking hey, some market good for share. Them. Good for them. Bring some diversity. <laughs> 
I just honestly now want to see a movie where it's like the Chinese donut gang versus the Greeks donut gang, and it's just like this conflict, dude. I'd literally go see that movie, like Anchorman like, or something. Yes, that would be a comedy, <laughs> but it, oh man, that'd be funny. Wow, I'd see that. I don't. That sounds amazing. I didn't. You know, um, they also. I mean, it's kind of a stereotype, but the the Middle Eastern, you know, Pakistanis are always like the gas station guys. You know, I didn't get that either. I don't know. It's it's very strange. And it's never QT though. Is it because they say? <laughs> well, why is that? I don't think QTs are franchised. I think they're owned by QT. Uh, no, they aren't. I'm they saying are? like the workers here. I guess. Does the guy that runs the gas station at front own that gas station usually? He's, a, well, I mean, what time of day are you going? You go in the middle of the night, then probably yes, or he's a part of the family. You think the one at night, middle of the night, owns the gas station? It's him or his son or somebody or his nephew. Hmm. We have one um, where I used to live, and it was the same two guys, never anyone else. But they hmm. were super nice. Like they small, were actually Vietnamese. They weren't. Like a small gas station, probably. About the size of your living room. Very small. Pretty small. Yeah. Just like it's a, it's that it has its own name. You're saying it's not like a Seven Eleven. I don't remember. It's probably its own. It may. Oh, sometimes they like. I, I don't know how the business works. I guess they've got like they own the we gas station part. On. Yeah, we should bring Patel on. <laughs> no, um, it's probably like they own the gas, like the merchandise part or the food and beverage part, and then like Seven Eleven leases. On the gas, maybe they, they probably lease their pumps, and Seven Eleven pays for the gas, and then they give a maybe percentage or something of all the sales. Yeah, I would imagine so because <clears throat> they it's probably like the Tesla superchargers. They can set their prices, I think, on the gas. I think they do that based on the area they're in. Yeah, but they also have to buy. So, they may if, have to buy the gas. They, yeah, they might have to because I know if so. What would happen is if QT literally three blocks down the road went down four cents, they would go down four cents. If they went up six, they go up six. Like they just matched the market uh, in the area. So I don't know. I, I assume that maybe they're they're responsible to keep the pricing, but maybe uh, who knows? Who knows? Probably pay, pay some franchise costs if it says Valero or whatever. Yeah. So when I think about kind of going back to church stuff, um, what do you think when when somebody asks you, like, what do you think the church should be doing? Like, what's the church's job in society in 2020? Not necessarily talking about COVID or anything specific, just like, what do you think that the local church, what's the local church's job? What, what, how should it... What is it now? What do you not like about it? And then what do you think it should be, maybe? Start with what I don't like. Because <clears throat> there are things that they're doing really well. Some churches, not all. I do not like their disregard for the... This sounds so incredibly pretentious, but I'm going to say it anyways. Their disregard for the intellectual people. Oftentimes... You know what's interesting about that? Hmm. Is that test I was telling you about? Mm -hmm. They have an intellectualist, and they tell you like they say that you like you connect to God by like studying the Word. Mm. They also have activists. You like you have like people that like to go and like, like protest like abortion clinics. Yeah, like, like that's how they feel like they're connected to the Lord. Right. So it's interesting that. Sorry, that's, I'm not trying to like make no no no. This is the best church on earth, but like it, <laughs> it's just cool that they they cater to that. But anyway, sorry, I know what you mean. 
Yeah, and like people, they, they feel threatened. Yes, almost. Mm-hmm. Especially, especially when you start talking about like homosexuality, anything, or you talk about like is tithing like biblical? Because <laughs> I've heard I've heard people make arguments like, for mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and they're like, then they just get mad at you. <laughs> well, and yeah, that's that's the problem. Is it's there's not a lot of acceptable questions. There's like, you know, there's these. Here's a problem. The thing with pastors and a lot of preachers is they're not theologians and you're going and asking theological questions to them and they're not, maybe they've dived into it a bit, but that's not really their niche, right? They're not like- Well, but they've all gone, most of them, at least in the bigger churches, seminary. have gone to seminary. But, but seminary- I know like the church I used to work at like um, had some really dang smart pastors um, that would- that knew like a lot of the misconceptions of the Bible mm. and knew like all the nitty gritties of like, oh, I, I know why they take that out of context here. <laughs> this is what they really mean, or this is what the Greek actually says. Mm. And so it's actually taken out of context a lot. Um, like the guy, there was a guy, um, and I won't name him, but he helps write the messages on a weekly basis. And he- He makes sure it's He makes of- sure that like, um, something is being said properly mm-hmm. and ma- being taken um, from the Bible properly and not taken out of context. Like, hey, we should probably jump a couple verses ahead to set up or tell them the, tell them the story of what's going on. And then, the scene. And, then, and then just instead of just like using a verse and then going on about your rant, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've seen it done well, but I'm sure it's not always done like that. Right. <laughs> Especially uh, with some of the smaller churches. Um I don't have as much accountability of people and books and mm-hmm. publishers and things. So, well, and it's I, so I've got a friend who I, <coughs> I would say maybe little acquaintances moving towards friends, <laughs> but he goes to church. Um, well, he hasn't been recently, but he typically would uh, attend church, although he is not a Christian. He's a Christian his whole life, but he's turned to more of a Gnostic. Or agnostic, rather. Gnostic. Um, hmm? Like a gnostic. Like <laughs> but thug life agnostic. It's, and I was talking to him about it yesterday um, on Discord, and he was just telling me he likes, he, he considers himself a cultural Christian, but he doesn't necessarily believe there's a God because there's no proof, blah, blah, blah. You know, the whole. So what is he, he just believes in like, the principles of Christianity, yes. essentially, okay. Which I think is a great place to start. That's actually. what I think Coldplay's doing. That guy, whatever the front man's name is, what's his name? Uh, Martin Short, something. Great. <laughs> it's not Martin Short. Sure, <laughs> that's his name now. It's Martin. Um, hey, Martin. But the whole idea of cultural Christianity is very interesting to me, and it's something I've been finding a lot more people do, where they're atheist, but because they want a really strong moral framework for their family, they Judeo will go to a church. They do not believe it. They say, hey, um, they may even talk with their wife or husband and say, hey, look, I don't necessarily believe in any of this, but I think this will be good for the kids to grow up in this type of framework. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see a lot of value to that. And I think those are the ones that I think, like if Jesus is going to mourn someone who didn't come to the kingdom, I think he's going to be those people who actually see the value in Christianity, mm-hmm. but they were never, they, people weren't persistent enough to try to be like, let's sit down and talk about this. So, and those are typically those intellectual types. They're going, well, there's no proofs for God, therefore I can't believe. For me, I think, um, 
I 100% believe Jesus came and I 100% believe Jesus was the son of God. Everything else I'm not sure about. But that is my framework and that is a baseline for me. So that's where I, I filter everything through this. Like, I mean, I would say that's all you need to be That's a really all you really need. I know, but see, and that's the thing, but they go. Everything else is like, um, is like teaching, like things to draw from, like, uh, I mean, I could be wrong. I could be not thinking of something that's like, oh, that's like really the cornerstone of Christianity. But mm. the cornerstone of Christianity is that. Right. And then everything else is like, okay, now that you believe, like maybe let's talk about Christianese term, sanctification. Or right. like, and how, how do you live in a Christian life? How do you properly love on people? Mm. How do you actually go? Because the Lord told us to go. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you, what's, what does that look like? So... Everything else is also parables are good at teaching, like, oh, this isn't right. Like, or this is I how think you, Proverbs is great. Yeah. I always like Proverbs. Um, it's because it's not like it is parables. It's really what it is. It's, it's, you know, Proverbs are the cool thing about Proverbs is you can, you know, I don't know if you've ever read Chinese Proverbs or other ones. There's like, it's weird. There's always like, a very similar line through all of these. I want to say they're all God-inspired, but it's almost like, I don't know if you've ever been listening to someone who's successful in business and they'll start talking about their principles. And you're like, that kind of sounds like something from the Bible. Oh, wait, that it is. That is a biblical principle. Yeah, but it may not even be, come from the Bible. It may but just be it's like, like they a stumbled consensus. upon truth. In the, I just find it interesting that these people, through the process of hunting for truth, will find some truth. They may not find the truth. Well, especially the Chinese, because they <laughs> were so disconnected for so long. From um, civilization. From civilization and, yeah. and Christianity. And even still, <clears throat> like still lately, there's been a lot of craziness yeah. um, with that. Like even Muslims having to like, I think they're being sent to like- uh, Concentration t- camps. They're, they're not calling concentration camps. They're well, calling them like- like, of course they won't. What do they call them? They call them uh, like retraining camps or something. Yeah. So Marxist. But it's like, oh, if you, you have to renounce. What are they trying to make people believe in though is a thing. Okay, so the reason they put this one um, recently, this pastor in jail, is their words is that. Well, by the way, the media is saying, more talking about Muslims, which is interesting. Isn't that funny? Then, even, and you know what's really funny? That's been going on for 10 years and all of a sudden they care. Well, the, How I, there was a church I was a part of that worked in underground churches in China. Yeah, um, and I was like, underground church in China. I was like, yeah, you could be prosecuted for more likely um, you go to jail, but you probably won't die. Prosecuted, right? That's what I mean. But so, you could be. Yeah, but it's like, like I don't understand why. Um, because I don't know the reasons why you're undermining the sovereignty of the state. But it's not even like religious. It's just like, uh, I guess they're. Looking at like, oh, how did Rome fall? You were overthrowing the authority of the state because the Christians are, we serve God. But they could they could live under that state and be a Christian because they're not forcing a religion on them, right? No, but they're um, they're they're Godhead. See, here's the thing: <clears throat> everything left of center is my belief. That's when, actually, no, most of the time, anytime there's a government. Talking politically? Yes. Specifically, left ideologies, the government goes from a small G to a big G. It becomes a deity of sorts. It is there to guide your life. It is there to give you this. It grants you, um, 
let's say, rights as a human. Oh, you have rights because we gave them to you as the government. Whereas when you bring in God, no, God gave me these rights. And if you are not going to give me these rights that God gave me, then God's authority is above this. So it's just, that's why Marx hated um, Christianity so much is because we give, our rights are given to us by the creator, God. And therefore, if a state comes in and says, no, that is not your right, God is above that government. Therefore, we are not called to essentially obey that government at that point. We don't have to. Yeah. Because we're under God's sovereignty, not the government. So yeah, yeah. it's a, it, it's, it's not an, an actual threat, but it's an overt threat that could come in and quickly take over China. And then boom, now they're going to have this big problem of like, you know, 85 million Christians. Like, oh crap, what do we do now? Well, I'm so, like, I don't understand why, like, why would that be such a huge issue for a communist state? And I could have. Well, it's the same reason the Muslims are an issue for them. Because God but, is ultimately who they yeah, but serve. like in the Christian like like we're we're to respect the government, and so even if you're in a government you don't agree with, like it's not like they're gonna just start over for like I would understand if like they were pushing a certain belief system onto them, and if they didn't follow the belief system they'd be killed. The I see Christians rising up out of that. But um, which is sounds like what's happening, but like there's nothing I don't know. But um, like if it's just communism, then like I think Christians can coexist with communism. I mean, or at least have the. I guess they could just start leaving, which I guess maybe that's what they're worried about. Well, this brings up the big debate that I always find. I've always found this so interesting. That's why. So <laughs> I have struggled with the Bible. As you have a verse that Paul talks about that all authority or governing authority is granted by God. So if I lived in Nazi Germany, is it okay for me to hide Jews in my house? Well, based on that verse and what Paul is talking about, no, I should not That's subvert. That's an interesting argument. I should not subvert the authority of the government in order to save a life. Maybe there's a line of morals that you decide to not. Like... Because sometimes you talk about taxation in that argument, and I'm like, okay, I don't think that's over the line. I think when people are being killed um, for f just because of what they believe in and what they're not even really what they believe in, just because of they were born into, mm. um, I think that I'm fine hiding Jews, and f I don't think I'm, it's a sin. Mm -hmm. In that regard, I don't think, I don't you do think it's you. a sin at yeah. all. Once, once I don't, I don't think, I don't think that <laughs> verse should be taken across the board. Every government ever, like I think there's a line where it's like, okay, we have to take a stand for what we believe in. I think and, once evil shows its face, at that point, you understand. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they're gonna put people in retraining camps because they believe in Allah. Oh, cool. All right. So that means me as a Christian, I'm next. Actually, I'm probably first. I honestly think we should fight for Muslims sometimes. If you, there are people you in the, do or you don't, I do. Oh, hundred like, percent. Because like, if if there if there's any, even if it was Buddhist or Hindu or even honestly even Satanists, <laughs> if, there's, if I if in America Satanists all of a sudden are being killed by the thousands because of what they believe in, I would I would rise up and say that's wrong. That's what we're supposed to do. Yeah, that's what we're called to do. Yeah. Even though they believe the exact opposite of what we believe in. Um, <laughs> it's worse than the exact opposite, but yeah, it's it's like, it's like the literal opposite. Yeah, it's the 
salvation through Satan. Although there's some like Satanist things that like I don't I've learned more about. I'm like, okay, how do people get into this? And like, oh, I understand why they would probably get into it. Uh, it's not most of the people. It's not like the cartoon like no. Satan worshiper like witch that no. like it's it's a little more nuanced than that. It's yeah, and I I think it does. There are two. There are different types, but it is very much like these secret clubs where you got levels you go through and. You know, oh, look, I ranked up to level four Satanist. <laughs> I bought enough gems. <laughs> no, but yeah, I'd say we I got sh- a cauldron. <laughs> my, my magic Golly. is at five. <laughs> yeah, magic 10. Oh my gosh. No, but it's like, I, I, I think we should stand up for them and, and, um, and for anybody. Yeah, really, any, anybody who's, I mean, the abolitionist movement is a great example of that. Um, should we have murdered each other for it? Well, I don't know. I don't know if there was another way. There, there, there's talks that there could have been other ways, but at the same time, it's like ultimately the moral of it is that these people are being treated like property. And I don't care if your crops are going to go to waste because honestly what you're doing is evil. You're Just, talking about sla- sla- yeah, ending slavery. slavery? Yeah. We've talked about how that could have maybe been a little and bit. And I think honestly, if they, if they would have started... Now this is just a theory. I've I have no idea how this would actually pan out because we can't go back in time. But if they would have started in churches and would talk they, to them, well, they were meeting in churches is the problem. Talking no, about this oh, problem. Well, yes, but I mean, if you had abolitionists come and show them scripture that talks about, hey, this is why no, I don't think that would have know, worked. Why not? Would have worked because they had people have their mind made up about what they believe. Sometimes I think. If the government could have practically helped them, we've talked about this a little bit. The money they the union used to fund the war, I think if they used that money, and I don't know the money that was involved, whatever, if they gave that money as like a kind of what they do nowadays to subsidize things, stimulus, if they subsidized those people to get paid, slaves getting paid, and they somehow made it sure they actually did get paid and they were able to. They, let's say, okay, they're, they're free, boom, they now get paid. Um, now you have a, an entire employment market mm. of people that are getting paid half by the government, half by you maybe, um, however they would figure it out to make sense. I think we could have avoided the Civil War doing that. Possibly. I just... I think if you can get people... Because they had this culture of like, okay, we we have to have the same amount of free states as, as slave states. Like there was, a, there was a culture of like a divide, even as states were being added to the United States. Right. It was ingrained in how we were set up because we were set up from Britain as a slave-owning and running country, just mm-hmm. like they were and just like a lot of countries are, still mm-hmm. are even today. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, it's interesting. I would, I, I'd be curious if there would have been a way to avoid the Civil War, avoid the lives lost, because there was some battles, the bloodiest battle. Was that the bloodiest battle in American history? Well, Civil some, War? One of them, yeah. Was it Shoehorn? Gettysburg? Is Gettys- the Gettysburg's Gettysburg. Revolutionary War, right? You, Ooh, shoot. No, Gettysburg is, Abraham Lincoln gave an address to Gettysburg. That's Gettysburg, but the Battle of Gettysburg. I believe it was also Civil War. That was, yeah, that was Civil War. What is the bloodiest battle of that war? 
Because like that was a bloody war. Oh, Antietam. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Bloodiest well, one, I mean, one day battles. <clears throat> I think one day like half a million people died. I could be wrong. That's probably way wrong. Hang on. Time out. That's way wrong. Is it? Casualties of battle. That doesn't seem like that much. I mean, one day, 3,600 people dying. It's a lot of people. It is a lot. At one place. Yeah. I guess only 3,600? Yeah. Huh. I guess, I mean, but I mean, America wasn't that big then. You had cannons back then. So you got to think, man, those things rolled and blew off people's legs. So there are people who nowadays want to die who died. Um, or who died the next day or the next day. So I wonder if they've got the full death count of that battle or if that's just the 24-hour. Yeah, there's just so much violence. I feel like that could have been avoided if there was some sort of middle ground instead of just like, yo, you can't have slaves. And then they're like, hey, we but can't that, survive. That's why I think we the moral survive. argument. We can't survive been... without slaves. Right. Um, so we're going to fight. Because that was really what was going on. Yeah, obviously there was a bunch of racist people in the South and even in the North. But I really, I think, and a historian could totally kill me on this. I'm okay with it because I want to learn. I think there was a lot of more people that were reliant on one or two slaves because not a lot of people owned a lot of slaves, if at all. No. The people that owned a little bit had a lot of land and they needed help. And so that was the cheapest way to go right. at the time. Um, and... Or they, or they grew up, and that's all they've had, like mm. for a generation or two, three. When did slaves start? Was it in the? It would have been in the sixteen hundreds. I believe so. Sixteen, seventeen hundreds. Was Plymouth Rock? <clears throat> I mean, well, you're talking like about 14. the African slave trade, because because that started in in UK. If we're talking area, about the right? African in, slave Indian, trade, like the Mediterranean, all of that. Or, they grew. Mediterranean Sea. Oh, it was being about- traded that way first before it was getting traded to the U.S. Um, the Britons had it figured out before we were getting into war. Right? I don't know if they were trading with India. You're talking about the, uh, the uh, oh man, I can't even remember what it's called, the history. There's somebody who really knows history right 15th now. 15th century is when the African slaves trade started. When Portugal and subsequent European kingdoms were finally able to expand overseas to reach Africa, the Portuguese first began kidnapping people from the west coast of Africa and taking them back to Europe. You know what's crazy? Portuguese have enslaved the most people, and you never hear anyone talk about that. I was talking to a guy. He's uh, Portuguese, and he and he was just going over some of the numbers, and I was looking at him. I'm like, oh, nobody thinks oh. about Portugal. No, what it, it's almost like a state versus a country. It's like, ooh, what's Portugal? I don't know. It's some somewhere. Like if Europe took, a, if Spain took over Portugal, I'd be like, oh, oh you mean Spain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, no. it'd be way more nuanced. It's almost like Russia and uh, Ukraine. It's like, is it bad that I kind of see it that, as the same place? It's almost the same place to me. It's mind. almost like, and people are going to kill me for this, you, like Australia and New Zealand. It's like, y'all are basically what? the same thing. That's very similar. They are located, they, they have some distance between them, but they so are very similar. similar. Yeah. It's like why, it's also like um, a little bit, maybe not as much because we know it more, but Canada and the United States. It's like Canada and the United States could merge and maybe figure Ew, something out. Sorry, but pass on that. Why? 
I don't want them to start telling us we need to speak French, like in Toronto. And oh, you know how many Americans would actually do that? Big fat. No, not in the South. Oh no, it would probably. We have Mexico. We, we'd we have are a civil minority. War. We're have, a minority in Texas. That's true. We were now we're learning Spanish. So you think they're going to add French to that? French used to own this land. But no, so the, they actually have police who police the language. You, everything has to be equally French as English. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know In that. In Quebec. Sorry, not Toronto. I said Toronto, it's Quebec. So they have like, if you have a, like, granted this was a couple of years ago, so I don't know if any of these have changed, but if your English sign was bigger than your French sign, you would get fined. So they're very big on everything being English and French. That's kind of weird. And I don't know if you, have you ever talked to someone who speaks uh, who's French and speaks English? It's well, very interesting. I mean, Cajuns, kind of. Yeah, uh, That's a different language, though. Who what who knows what they speak? They, they speak just Creole. Speak, they speak Cajun people stuff. I don't <laughs> Cajun know. people. Plain butter baby gumbo. They all have their uh, famous gumbo recipe. What's that? What's a gator one where they were killing gators? Swamp people. Yeah, there's some. There is some of them that was like. What did you even what? say? Did you and they t- have subtitles at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's just like subtitles. Okay, cool, sick, dude. Dude, do you know? Do you have a tongue? Like <laughs> he's like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Not at all, actually. <laughs> no, it's. I, it sounds like they're Gator got my tongue. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that show. I would love to do that. But I, seen, did you ever see Steve Irwin? Like, do you get alligators in in America? Mm-mm. Dude, he's a boss. Was Man, it, was like, because those shows, they're like shot like, oh gosh, like boom, boom, boom. and like he's like, oh, they're like little babies. Like hmm. al- the American alligator, he called them babies. Comparison. Compared to what? Like crocs. Crocodile? Yeah. Well, it's like crocs kill you. Alligators crocs, don't try to kill you. Croc- well, alligators are usually scared. They're right. But crocs most, like look for you. Most of our reptiles are very skittish, which is why I don't believe they came from dinosaurs because they seem like little sissy boys. Like what? It, I mean, no, they're definitely. I mean, sissy boys. They may like you. You couldn't be sissy when, boy in prehistoric they're like, times. They're like. <laughs> Dodo well, bird. If you descended from the, you know, like raptors, like they think um, raptors are birds, I'm like, yeah, you're going to fly away from me? You're a big bird. You could definitely do some damage. I don't know. Got ostriches do some damage. Yes, they can actually. That's like the only bird though. And they're pretty stupid. But flamingos. If think they, about that though. They, think, they lifted a little think, bit and get you. Like if you just thought about their non, uh, their, uh, anatomy for a second, it's kind of like a giraffe. Like if you just cut their neck, they're done. But it's not like their neck is close to their An body. An ostrich? Yeah. But they, you know, they can tuck their necks like a giraffe can't. They can go wow. on the ground and like, they also put their head in the ground. Oh, like that chickens, like chickens can do that. Yeah, or they, or they, can, they can move their head like, like forward. Have you ever seen the people, you, you can stuff a pigeon's head in itself? What? Yeah. It's a oh, pit. maybe it's probably like a magician move it to is. keep them into things. Well, they like, oh my god, I ripped its head off, and then oh, blood. <laughs> <laughs> and he actually killed it. That'd be terrible. Rest and rip. <laughs> Poor P- pigeon. Pigeon number two. But yeah. Um, so okay. So back to church. Something that um, back to what I was saying earlier is the. I think the intellectual. 
once again, it's not so pretentious saying it, but the intellectual class of people are not served very well by the church. Um, Would you, though, also say that some intellectuals, quote unquote intellectuals, like almost like the Rick and Morty intellectual people, imagine those people trying to be an intellectual about Christianity and they're like, they're not really reading enough to actually get mad about certain arguments because they don't know enough. Their, their arguments are poor. So I think, the, but the church deals like a lot. What? I bet a lot of church people deal with a lot of people trying to get out of tithing and get out of like, oh, you're doing a building campaign? Here's what in the Bible where it says, like, that's probably not good for the church or whatever. You know, like just people get bashing the church constantly mm-hmm. about everything they're trying to do. I bet there's a lot. They just are. They're just overwhelmed with. Well, and those people probably because like even like I hear like because I was in the back back end hearing conversations of the pastor while they're kind of messages, and they would change parts of the message because they would be worried about maybe or they would say oh, I'm gonna hear about this one, you know, or like yeah, I don't know if I if I don't know if it's worth me saying that in that way mm-hmm. with the backlash I'm probably gonna get from certain individuals they have on their mind, you know. So, yeah, that's fair. They're just not like intellectuals aren't very. Also, there's not very many intellectuals that are like good at finding common ground. It's like I believe what I believe, and if you don't believe what I believe, you're an idiot. I just think it's you easy. Know? Can we just start with? Well, that's why I think if you say you're a Christian, the easiest place to start is the morals. Let's start with the morals because we can build from there. That's the bedrock of our belief, you know. And Jesus, of course. No, you have to have common morals. You have to. No, but see, that's where I don't agree. You don't have to have common morals because the Bible is very clear on the morals. So I'm saying you have to have common morals, which is the Bible. Well, that's what I'm saying in the church, right? In the church world, the easiest place to start is the morals, and then we can go from there. Biblical morals. Yes. Yeah. I just think they're, I mean, they're, I would argue they're universal morals. They're not just biblical. I would Um, say they're, you have to, not everybody's morals are the same. Well, they say that, but then you steal from a communist. They go, oh, 911, what's your emergency? Oh, someone just stole from me. Oh, but wait, you're communist. No, I think there Maybe common, he needed that. Common truths of morals. Like nobody wants to get stole from. Nobody wants to be murdered. No one wants to be raped. So we all agree that those are bad things. We all also probably agree. Yeah, but there's nuanced parts of that where it's like, oh, I don't want to be stolen from, so I don't actually want to pay taxes. Because that's stealing from me. Yeah, like you have, but it's still. But it ultimately, what's the bottom line of it? Stealing is wrong. Okay, so where in my life are people stealing from me? Boom. There's one. But so it's, I would it's say, a logical I would say conclusion. You can't. You can't make. That's not as solid, solid, as solid an argument as you're saying it is. Like saying that taxation is stealing, because it's to me it's not. Because like I don't think they're breaking my morals by taxation. But they're stealing though. Really, in my opinion, they're not stealing. Is the thing I love this. So that's why that's why I'm saying like you can't just argue with that and be like, hey, they're stealing. So and it's like actually no, I don't think they're stealing. Is a thing. So you can't. You're you have to argue out of morals in that argument because obviously our morals are the same, but we disagree on what stealing is. You know, I think taking anyone's property without the permission is stealing. I have given. I mean, I think permission of living here. Is but it you don't. But that's that's taxation. my point. Like, if tomorrow they said, "Hey, look, everybody, you can opt into taxes if you want," and the people who Nobody don't would pay taxes. Hold on, not true. If you opt out of taxes, you're not going to get like unemployment, all these other things, right? So you would have some people like, "Oh, well, let me think about that." Um, and then government insurance. 
if you're that'd be an interesting concept. Mm. Government insurance, where you pay into Social Security, mm. you pay into welfare, into things like that. But the problem is, how do where does the money come from to help fund? Um, things that help people that weren't able to even pay into them in the first place. You like poor people? That's where I think the church comes in. That's where they should be doing. We're called to help the the widows and the orphans and the poor and the downtrodden. That's our bread and butter. And well, I'm saying and like think, who who sets up housing for these people? Like Section Eight housing. The church could. Like if we kept it the way it is, okay, taxation aside. So you're saying keep the keep the church tax free, so that they can yeah, let's so that so that or maybe because we've had the argument of like should the tax should the church even get tax free credit? I think they should get tax free credit on specific things, not everything. Why? Because I think there's some things that like church making money on that they don't deserve to get tax free from. Like, I don't think they should be able to invest in the stock market. They may not be able to. I don't know all the nitty gritties. They shouldn't be able to invest in the stock market and, <laughs> and avoid funny. taxes, which, cause, because what's going to happen is there's going to be some people that go, hey, if I give you, can you invest my, can you invest my money and then just pay me returns? Can I be honest? I'll be, on the board, I'll be on the board of the church because I think this happens more than we think. I'm going to be on the board of the church. Here's my money. Can you, Karen, can you keep that separate? Just keep that in a different account. I'm gonna keep an eye on it. Um, just give me full access to it, password and everything. And you may see money coming in another, but like I've got, it. I'm gonna, I'm doing, I'm gonna handle the the finances of that. But just do it under your stuff, um, just because it, it just makes sense. And it's also gonna help pay for um, some production needs and some uh, outreach things as well. It's shady. That guy needs a raise. What guy? This hypothetical person. Anytime the guy that played anybody that played the system. Anytime someone plays the system, well, you, like you, you want you want, like okay. Look, here's my definition of a patriot. People are like, oh yeah, people served our country. I'm like, no, 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 no. Patriot is someone who actively goes out of their way to not pay the government. Anybody <laughs> who does that, it's only people that don't pay the government. If Dom, you, so you think Donald Trump's a patriot? Oh, as much as I disagree with a lot of his politics, I'm like every time that he's like. They're like, we want to see your tax returns. He's like, no. I think yeah, like, I think they actually nice. just passed where he actually has to release it or something. They're gonna get so mad when they see it. How much all the write-ups he's got? Uh, it's just gonna show that he made like thirty grand, dude. If that, I'm I'm literally gonna fall out of my seat. Because there's a lot happens. of things. There's a lot of loopholes in the tax system to get a lot of help. Just invest and in is oil. That, is that immoral? Invest in renewable energy. Is it immoral? What? Like loopholes? Yeah. To not pay taxes. Well, the, so it depends on the loophole. So there's a lot of like tax write-offs you can do for investing into alternative energy, mm-hmm. into gas, oil and gas industry. Um, there was one my dad told me about recently that I was like, I didn't think about that. Um, that apparently my uncle did. He, what did he do? Somehow made it to where it looked like he was in a different tax bracket because he. Oh, I think it was that was why because he invested in oil and certain things, and there mm. were certain things that that the government was giving um, incentives for that year. And so the reason why they do that is because they want maybe their GDP to rise in the long run. But like, okay, we need renewable energy. 
how do we do that? Okay, we give tax incentives to people that have money so that when they invest, um, it's actually tax sheltered mm-hmm. or it's tax right like tax deductible. Mm-hmm. Um, so that so people give money to churches, tax deductible. People give money to renewable energy and gas. Mm-hmm. Um, Whatever the government decides to be tax deductible that year, and so what happens is mm-hmm. that that deduction happens takes down their entire earnings of the year before taxes. Well, I know if you shelter yourself under a company, you start and pay yourself a salary. That's one way to get cut a lot of taxes out. Yeah, or offshore bank accounts. That sounds perfect. <laughs> yes, I actually only pay myself a hundred dollars a day. Yeah. Um, don't look at my company making six million. That's not important. I bet. I bet. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if Donald Trump didn't take a paycheck as president because of something like that. You know, he did because he's not getting paid to be president like other presidents have. Is he legitimately not getting paid, or is he? No, I he, thought he was. I thought oh, he was he, donating it. Maybe he's donating it, but he was like, "I'm not getting. I'm. I'm not taking a paycheck huh. for being president." Because I think their paycheck. I think. I think like they have to pay him, but I think. I think it's three hundred fifty thousand a year. Yeah, or it's something. like four. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, which yeah, three fifty to four hundred, I think, is what it is. You think it's a lot for a president? It's too much. No, what's weird? I don't think it's enough. Really? Yeah. If well, because you have to think about you know, when the Clintons are a really great example of this, where you were able to make a lot of money because you were the president. After that yes. job, at its core, is obviously stressful. And is a big job, very important job. I don't think, I think the president should be getting paid more than anybody in the entire country. I don't in the government. Especially. What I've always been confused about is, is like, how is it stressful? Like, what are the what's stressful about it? You have constant, especially social media nowadays. You have people at, coming to you. Hey, can, I need money for this. Can you can you talk to your friend about maybe helping uh, fund this part of the like? Because I heard. That so and so is thinking about doing fun like uh, passing a bill to do this, and then oh sh- oh a nine eleven oh uh, COVID oh um, George Floyd oh what do we do what are you gonna do oh why why did you do this uh, you obviously don't care because you're not wearing a mask uh, blah 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 Dude, I like think- just the constant scrutiny of your family of you is alone enough. Plus, you have to. Interact with people on a regular basis that you don't want to interact with. God, I would love to be the president as much as I hate government. I'd love that. Just give that to me. Give it to me. I think you would be surprised how much you would hate it. Oh no, it would make me hate the system even further. But um, anything and everything. You would go in executive order. We are shutting the government down. Anarchy is ensuing. No, they'd be like, "Oh, we have a government shutdown." I'll be like, "Whoopsie, whoopsie." Wonder how long this is going to last. Could be. The rest of my presidency, churches, you're in. <laughs> churches, off the bench, let's go. Off the bench, let's go. <laughs> Stephen Furtick, you're in. Kanye, I told you to invest for this day. Let's go, let's go, let's go. No, that's, that's seriously, no. Or I, private companies, hey, um, you, this isn't available anymore. What's going on? Hello, <laughs> Salvation <laughs> Army. Would you like to buy the state park? You, uh, first bidder, <laughs> and going once. Highest bidder on Twitter. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, we just are solid of assets. Like we got to make some money here. Uh, we're in uh, eight million trillion dollars debt. Whatever we are in, <laughs> what's our debt? Oh God, it's a lot like higher now. Fifteen trillion. Dang, that's an almost in. I can't even. No, fathom I know. That I know. Number. Obama caused a lot, uh, and then Trump, Trump has more. like. <laughs> I know. 
Yeah. Is it 15? Dude, you should see the gap between. Holy uh, crap. This no, graph. I'm going to get angry. Look it up. We'll, I'm put, it on the, really we'll angry. put it on there. This is insane. It's interesting to see the debt ceiling too. 20 f- <clears throat> $24.22 trillion. Kill me. I'm over. I'm over it. I don't think our picture pictures were going to that great. Oh, there we go. Oh, cool. Let's look at the debt clock. Let's watch the money go up. Oh, my God. Look at that. Hey, everyone watching, this is more money than you'll ever see. Just these (laughs) last six numbers. That's how much it made. Oh, this is so sad. My entire life. Oh, my God. Look at that. Look at that. Hey, everyone, everyone who votes for the system, look at that number right there. That's per taxpayer. Will you ever pay that? No. Wait, what does that say? Debt for trade? Debt per citizen, debt per taxpayer. Is which that is like funny that they're life? This. So this is That's your lifetime you pay? It, if every person who um, paid taxes, if we were to get out of debt, they'd have to pay $213,000. If it was per citizen, which is funny, they have to do that partly because there's people who don't pay taxes slash children, it'd be $80,000. I'm interested to see the difference between, like, okay, go back. To like the graph where it shows like Trump spending and then Obama spending. God. Um, what did you search for that? Just like graph, national debt graph. Just look at some of the images. Let's make that bigger. What the heck does public debt mean? Uh is it like how how much everyone owes? Intergovernment. I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's public debt is our debt, and then uh, we just left. The intergovernmental debt is between other governments, like China and other things. Wow. Okay, so we've got oh, these are projections. Good lord. Okay, Clinton lowered. He did lower. Um, the debt, the national debt, uh, a little bit. Bush did it. Obama did it exponentially, or actually, is that logarithmically? I think that's a log move. That's and then uh, Trump did it exponentially. He probably well, the spending that spending I think is probably the the COVID stimulus, right? Maybe, maybe. I think it is. Because look, it's, it wasn't really that high until like 2020. We need a more detailed graph. Go to, yeah, just find one that's a little more detailed. No. What is that? Not that one. Government debt as a percentage of GDP. Man, I feel like I'm in government or uh, economics class again. I don't like that graph. Go up to. To, oh, to that is pictures. so funny. It goes all the way back so far that it has Federalists, the Whigs. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I love it. Uh, what graph? Go down just a little bit. Keep going down. It was two pictures above the one you're on. Right there. Two pictures above that, that one. This one? Yep. Okay. That's not Golly, why do they go so quick? Anyway. 
Our, our, de- our debt's going up. We got to figure out how to. <sighs> yeah. How would you get rid of the debt? As president? Make Mexico pay for it. Oh, hey, we need <laughs> we need more planes to go to war. And I go, cool, what war? Oh, we're not in a war? Oh, that's funny because then you're getting zero dollars. Oh, Lockheed <laughs> wants to build this something new? That's really funny. Um, last time I checked, we don't need anything new. Oh, you want more money to help solve poverty even though we've spent trillions and trillions of dollars and it's never helped poverty? Oh, cool. Okay, so we're not going to do that anymore. How does the government make money? Taxes. <laughs> I mean, there's other ways. They literally, all they do is think about it this way. They come up to you and they say, Give me your left hand. And they're, you're like, Okay. God, you're and they so, cut your hand and then you so drip dramatic. your blood in the vial. And they're like, Thank you for your sacrifice. Oh my gosh. They sew you back up and leave you. So dramatic. Well, you know, if you think about it, your money is your time or time is money. So, but that's, uh, I think we also loan a lot of money. So we probably get interest on the loans we loan to other countries. Or actually, I don't know if this is actually true, but I would imagine that because we go fight for so many people, they're like, oh my God, we need someone to help out. We're like, okay, fine, whatever. That we get paid from other countries and and maybe yeah. even the UN gives us some stipend for that. I don't know. But I mean, I would assume most of it's taxes. I mean, I know a lot of, they and, do and, a lot of banking. The, the government is, is a treasury makes money. Um, assuming they're still... There's still things actually in the treasury. <laughs> you show up in the treasury and there's empty a vault. Cow. <laughs> what, what happened? Empty here? vault. Oh, we traded our gold, uh, all of our gold for livestock. I, I heard that's a booming I, we're industry. We're not backed by gold anymore. <laughs> what are we backed by? I guess technically we're backed by gold. Yeah, gold in parentheses. And gold as it by percentage. Yeah, right. It keeps changing every year. Right. Well, I don't know. It's. I don't know how you saw something this big. It's it's nearly impossible. It looks like it's. I mean, it's one of those things you just have to cut. You, I mean, what, what do you do? I think when, just make some masks, sell them five dollars a piece. Set up an no, Etsy. No, they're government. The government should set up an Etsy store. Oh, dang, that's a good idea. Yeah. And well, they Etsy, could do what we're doing lately. Go to Goodwill, the, <laughs> buy some uh, playing cards. You just buy whole Goodwills. You see, like you eBay is like Donald Trump. eBay selling little playing cards. <laughs> Donald Trump needs to get into vintage tees. That's what vintage it is. Tees. He, you know what shit? He might even have some oh. that are worth, you know. I bet Kanye gave him a couple. Probably. That's what he should do. The U.S. should be the largest importer and exporter of vintage, vintage tees. tees. Yeah. <laughs> That's be really thing. funny is if it was like tea bags, like tees, just like a little harken back to the the glorious days. <laughs> Tax, we should tax Britain on tea. <laughs> Payback. Yeah. It's been long overdue. Yeah. Repercussions. Reparations. That, that's our reparations <laughs> for the tea reparations tax. from Britain. Oh my God. Well, I mean, if everyone's getting reparations, we might as well just get ours. I haven't thought about this. And th- I could get canceled for this saying this. Uh-oh. Um, what if to get reparations for black people, what if we charged Britain? Because they set us up. Oof. Or Portugal. (laughs) Big oof. They set up the whole system. Yeah, let's go. I mean, honestly, I'd be down for that. Get every black people $8,000 for Britain. Y'all have at it. I'm okay with that. Oh my God. Would you be okay with that? I'd let that slide. That's hilarious. I think that'd be good. Dude, we would, we'd be mortal enemies again. (laughs) That would be, honestly, if Trump did that to stimulate the economy, take it from Britain. Boom, boom. 
Bada bing, he'll be president for 10 years. He'll be booting 2.0. Biden doesn't have a chance. Oh. Hillary's not coming back for sure. Oh. Well, you know. Hillary's she, may, she may be raptured prom, her, by her lord, Satan. Hillary's like the prom queen that like really wanted to be prom queen. She's been trying to be prom. She's like stayed a senior yeah. for like about 10, 10 years. years. And she's like, am I pretty enough and cool enough now? And they find and some more emails. Find some more emails. She sold her, sold the devil. Still yeah. not working out for her. Yeah, still married to the, the saint that is Bill Clinton. Yeah, the saint. The definitely. saint. Old creepy guy. No, but Who's um, more creepy? Do you think Clinton or Biden? Both are equally creepy. Yeah. Like, think about it this way. You had to sit in between both of them and you're a little boy. <laughs> kill, <laughs> kill me. I would probably talk to Biden more. He'd be funnier to talk to. No, he'd but rather be like Clinton at hey, all. You want to you want to touch my leg hair? And no, but let's talk about that. <laughs> sit on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about that. Um, why did you bring that up in a speech uh, in a random town talking about? Because I mean, yeah, things happen to people like that, but don't talk about it. Don't literally say you like having children sit on your lap. That's so weird. Like that's just freaking weird, man, man. Joe. He's a. Freak. I can't wait. I cannot wait till. Trump has all all of the nicknames and the debates. I hope the debates happen. If they don't, it's all a lie. But when the debates happen, man, I'm going to get some popcorn. Actually, no, I don't even like popcorn. Get some milk duds. There we go. And a good pillow. Dr. Pepper? Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, I actually really like eating with milk duds. Mm. Uh, ice water, like crushed up ice water. And it's weird to say, but I'll put milk duds, I get the milk duds, and then I chew on ice with milk duds. It intensifies the chocolate flavor because it goes frozen and then it re unfreezes instantly in my mouth like cotton candy. It's great. Life hack. That's interesting. I kind of want to try it. Milk dud hack. <laughs> milk dud hack. Yeah. Start a new uh, Reddit for that. Milk dud hacks. But no, that's going to be awesome. I'm excited for it. <clears throat> I can't wait. Even though I'm not. You know what really, honestly, really irritates me too is the irritates you. Really irritates me is the uh, libertarian president, president, presidential candidate. Sorry, they actually have one. Yeah, she's a retard. Wow, hard R. Yeah. No, that was a soft R. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't fully committed to the R. Um, what makes her Joe Jorgensen and her? <laughs> First of all, what type of name is Joe Jorgensen? I, don't, I feel like this is a. That sounds like a man's name. Is that sexist? Is she a man? Somebody's knocking at the door. Someone's dropping off a package. I hope it's just a package. Me too. Oh uh, hello. Would you like yard care? What if uh, what if we got broken in right now? What if we got? What happened to, keep to that a gun one in here? That'd be a problem. <laughs> just on the desk. What happened? On the desk. What if like, we had a FedEx man come in and murder us like that? Uh, oh my gosh. Judge. We got to talk about that. That is. Man. I don't know. Anybody I'm just, following the Epstein stuff? Plot thickens. Plot every thickens. Day. Tell them a little bit about it. So, yeah, Epstein, uh, rapey rape people, as everyone knows. Rapey rape. Well, he. He ran a, a sex, sex ring. Trafficking ring out of his. Island called uh, 
Was it Pleasure Island? No, that was out of that, was that it? Disney show. No, I think he called it Pleasure Island too. Really? I think he did, which makes that even freakier. Oh, yeah. Because he looks like that old white guy in the freaking Pinocchio. Well, we're talking about Pinocchio. He oh, my God. talks about he's going to send little kids to Pleasure Island with their like little donkeys. And there's like pedophilic symbols and like people are like Disney's perpetuating like... Pedophilia and mm-hmm. sex trafficking. Listen, there. I'm a t- oh little Saint James. Oh, it's Catholic. That's freaky. Bro. Very interesting. Little Saint James. No, not interesting. That's one way to get tax free. It's not interesting. It's pretty obvious. Uh, we didn't get into this, but I I um, I don't trust the Catholic Church, the the big Catholic Church, at all. I think they're nefarious. They have a lot of occultic symbols. Nefarious? Yes. I just wonder who they serve is all I'm saying. Who do you see in their church that they're serving other than Jesus Christ and Mary? Idols. What idols? Uh, I'm definitely not versed in this, but I've done research. If you look at some of the, you can look up occultic symbols in the Catholic church and they are just yep. ripe. But hold on. We're going to talk about the okay. Epstein thing real quick. So... Yeah, he would essentially ask girls to come massage them, him and his buddies. And then at the end, they would get naked and expect the, what they call happy ending, so to speak. And the girls who didn't feel comfortable with it, he'd say, okay, that's- a happy ending? That's what they call it, I think. It's where they (sighs) masturbate them. Oh. And essentially- if they're okay with that, he would make them big promises. Oh, hey, we'll send you to school. You know, essentially promise them all these things. And essentially then they would be trafficked into having sex with his friends, with him. Um, and there's multiple accounts of this. Well, anyways, so he was tried once. They let him off. He was then retried again, I think, in New York. And that's where it all landed. He got arrested and he died in jail. Mm. He died in jail. Dang, Epstein died in jail. Yes, Epstein yeah. died in jail. Died in jail and uh, by hanging himself. by hanging himself, apparently, quote unquote. What's really funny though is the guards weren't there. They took a little pee pee break at the same time. He was a high priority case. Like this is not someone you leave alone. A, B, the security cameras watching him went out. Whoopsie, malfunction. That's weird. Whoopsies. C, they did an autopsy. He broke a bone in his neck that is almost never broken by hanging yourself. It's almost always by strangulation. Which is the amount of it force. looked like strangulation. Yes. So the 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 thing is he probably killed himself. <clears throat> so now the case has taken a new form because his girlfriend slash friend, I'm not really sure. They say girlfriend, but they were in a really weird relationship where he would have sex with these girls. And they even talked about like in one um, in the documentary, there's a girl that they wanted to carry their child for them, because I guess she didn't want to carry the child. Epstein's girlfriend, Gillian Maxine, I think is her name. I would um, guess either that or she couldn't carry a child. Maybe. Uh, yeah, possibly. Um, well, she just got arrested, right? And the case is reopening up, and they're thinking she's going to leak names, and she kind of has insinuated that she might, and it's insinuated that she's afraid for her life because of what happened to Epstein. So. Come two days ago, the judge who has been appointed that case had a friendly neighborhood FedEx man come to the house. Good old FedEx. Good old Fe- you know, FedEx, uh, they really get your packages on time. You know what else they're really good at? Murdering your family. Oh, my God. So a so, guy. It's a new, COVID's hard, you know. 
Money. <laughs> money. He has to make money. His route got shortened, and he's not getting the hours he needs. No, I think it's set up. FedEx uh, has a assassin side. Oh, do they? It's like yeah. an underground. Because like they get to your door, that's easy. People are used to them doing that. Oh my god, dude! They could even Listen, start pulling some package. It's called the Fed X. The freaking Fed set it up. Oh my god. I would have looked that up. That's probably a conspiracy. <laughs> I bet that's on 4chan. I bet somebody's trying to perpetuate that right now on 4chan. Dude, seriously. So, yeah, this FedEx driver came up to the house, shot the husband, and shot the... Somebody's really banging on that door. That's freaking me out. I'm going to go. Okay. The ale, the gingers, uh, the gingers ale. I'm gingering my ale. Rip. <clears throat> Question is, do gingers have souls or not? The camera was in the shot. Has that been confirmed? What? The gingers have souls. Uh, can you confirm if somebody has a soul? What's the confirmation of a soul? <sighs> Okay, so that is actually really interesting. Do you want to get off Jeff Epstein? Or? No, no, I actually um, was just trying to say something stupid that we can continue, continue. off of. Well, but um, pin that idea about the soul. We need like, that's what we should do with this. We should have all of our tangents that we that, get on. Instead of getting on the tangent, know, put it over there and then we're like, oh, hey, you're, look, we should have, I got the. That's actually really good. Podcast ideas. I really like that. I like that idea. Or we could put it on here. Or you could see all the ones we've never talked about. Yeah, we're like, oh, we haven't talked about uh, Way too AIDS many. in a while. I know we were <laughs> meant, to, meant to get onto that subject. AIDS, you mean the disease God sent to kill the gays? That's a quote from a TV oh show. God. From Wait, I didn't make that up. You you have to preface that. That was from Family that. Guy. Okay. Oh, that was Family Guy? Uh -huh. Oh, yeah, that was that guy. Freaking hilarious. Yeah. Peter Griffin's talking. He's like, and that's when God created, sent, uh, yeah, created, created AIDS, AIDS and killed the gay kill people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, family guy. So, horrible. yeah, we had a little technical step away without we being robbed. Malia parked in the wrong place. And Thus, then, my neighbor was. This, that's dude, another again? knock. Malia, can you get the door? Please. We're this time it's it. It's an actual FedEx driver. We're dead. My guns in my room. That was a gentle knock. Dude, I, I bet you the gun. FedEx guy gave a nice little. It's my neighbor again. Keeps telling me things. I'm trying to listen, sir. We're gonna have to cut this out. We're gonna probably restart. Yeah.
This is the second time the podcast was interrupted by my neighbor. Oranges, lemons, and limes. They're just, I love citrus. You just eat limes? Well, I could with salt. What? Before I take a shot of tequila. Bum, 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 bum. That's the racist thing. What? I don't know. Just joking. How dare you drink tequila, you white man? It's not what I said. <laughs> drink vodka, you... Uh, I guess that's... I'm not Russian. Fairly Russian. Appropriating Russians. Probably should drink whiskey. Or Shiner. Scot- Shiner. Yeah. Probably more Which, appropriate. Scotch and whiskey, huh? Scotch is same Scottish. Thing. Same thing, though. It's not the same thing. It's, it's just, like saying... Is it distilled different? It's like saying... But they're both whiskeys. It's like saying... <laughs> That champagne is the same as like sparkling wine or something. They kind of are. Champagne is apparent is, is talking about something from Champagne in Europe, like has to be made in that city or whatever. God, that's why people hate white people, huh? Right there. That's why white people hate white uh, people. <laughs> yeah, right there, because we got to be actually type of people. Well, it's like, like similar to Neapolitan well, pizza. Is, is, that's what I mean. That's what I was hinting at. It's like um, it's a freaking European. Actually, man. it has <laughs> to be very pizza. specifically from a certain thing. Oof. Or almost like Chicago pizza can't be made in Dallas, supposedly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How about you worry about getting you have to your? Like, you have to ship it for like twenty dollars from Chicago to get it. All I'm saying is if you're that person, maybe you should help Chicago figure out their death toll situation before you worry about pizza. I don't think they're worried about that. Pizza is a lot easier to worry about than all the violence in Chicago. They're like, yeah, people kill each other, whatever, but uh, the pizza. Pizza's really good. (laughs) Have you had the thin crust stuff? (laughs) (laughs) Chicago thin crust apparently is really good. so there's a place over where I used to live. It's New York style, but the guy's from Chicago. I don't the know. The trader. Maybe he came to the light side. I don't know. New York pizza's freaking banging. Have you had Detroit style pizza? Like not from Jets? <laughs> Have you had Portland style no, pizza? No, I'm serious. It's a no, real thing. No, I'm kidding. Have you had it? Uh-uh. Wait, no, Jet, you get you Jets you, pizza is Detroit style. You brought it home that time. I, I brought you mm-hmm. Jets, but if you had it from like an actual place. It's Mm-mm. not Jets. Mm-mm. Dude, I had it, is it o- just in deep Austin. Dish? It's like Chris, crispy it's like standard deep dish pizza, but it's like in a pan. Mm. It's like specifically in a pan, very like crispy edges, mm-hmm. like caramelized edges. Mm. On the um, bottom as well. Yeah. Um, like a square pan. Mm-hmm. Um, really good. Really good. Especially, I had a place in Austin. I can't remember where it was, but they had it there. And I was like, Detroit style? I don't know what Detroit style is. And it came out, I was like, oh, it's Jets style. But it's like way better Um, than Jets. But Jets is really good. Jets is like the fast food version. Jets is Pizza Hut of Detroit pizza. Oof. It's still good. Like, just like Pizza Hut is still good, but it's not New York style pizza. It's just like Wait, wait, that's what they're referencing is New York style pizza? Like, what else are they referencing? Oh, they're just like standard pizza. They're standard just, pizza is New York style pizza. Wait, so is Domino's it's like commercialized. doing Detroit? But like thin crust? Because they do square pizzas? No. Which I've always felt really weird. Why would your thin crust be squared? It's not squared in Domino's. Yes, it is. No, the, the cut in squares. Oh, sorry. Yeah, That right. is actually, you know where that comes from? It's in Italy. I don't remember where, though. I think it's northern Italy. They do square pieces of pizza. Very strange. It's fine. 
I dig it because I can fold it and it's perfect. Well, no, I, I mean it's strange because really any food that's geometric is strange because we don't like think about it. Like we just ate vegetables and fruits. There's like maybe the tomato. we just ate. Yeah, if we just ate vegetables. Oh, and fruits. I just ate. I was like, I haven't eaten that in a while. <laughs> I didn't eat that. No, <laughs> wasn't me. I didn't have it. No, but like meat isn't geometric. Only thing that is geometric is like vegetables. Hmm, interesting. What? Wonder if there's some psychology there. I'm just trying to fit it in your mouth easier. You can't fit a whole pizza in your mouth. You gotta cut it in slices. They could just make bagel bite pizzas. It's a lot of that's a waste. A lot of wasted uh, ingredients. Are you saying that bagel bites is a waste? No. I would never say that. <laughs> I'm saying if you think about how much dough you have to use to make bagel bites I don't know, versus I was just a pizza, to that's draw, why they're so expensive. I was trying to draw a false correlation, and you didn't even let me have my second. That was really rude. I'm how not apologizing. You? How dare you? Not Anyways, so before the we were interrupted by a FedEx man who tried to kill both of us, and we easily took him down. We took him down. Police is on the way because we're not pussies. Oh. Am I insinuating that the people got murdered by FedEx? No, I'm not. That was a joke. I didn't say that. You Give me that look. <laughs> I gave you the look that you called. You almost said we were pussies, but we weren't. We could have been pussies. We could have been. But uh, thankfully, I have a pet lion, and <clears throat> Sam has a pet T-Rex. And that What? Yeah. Sadie is far from a lion. She's my lioness. Sadie's like a hippo, like without aggression. <laughs> Sleeps all day. Sleeps all day. Oops. Charlie's trying to have sex with Sadie all the time. I feel like we're running a dog brothel. For one? For one dog. <laughs> I paid good money to be here. Hello. Hello. That's Charlie. <laughs> I'm here all the time. I'm, I'm, li I literally, I'm a regular. I'm a regular and you don't even give it to me. What's going on here? Charlie's not getting any action. He keeps trying, though. Sadie's like, come on over here, sweet. Literally, he's like, come on, come on, come on. I hate you. Get out of here. <laughs> literally what Sadie does. I feel like they act like a married couple. They totally do. Like an old married couple. Charlie's the excited Aries one, and Sadie is the Virgo that doesn't want to do anything. Oh, astrological signs. I'm just saying. I don't know any of those. Aries are people that are like, Crazy extroverts. They're kind of ditzy. Um, they're insane. They just like, blah, 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 blah. like they have a lot of energy. Mm. And then like Virgos are like very, like I would say probably Jordan Peterson's a Virgo. They're usually intellectual, they're pretty slow. Depressed. They want to like chill. They could be very depressed. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, what, what? But what? I'm sure somebody's going to school us and all that because I don't know anything about those. What are you looking at? I'm looking up. I don't even know how astrology sign. Oh, I'm a Virgo. Well, what do you know? I'm a Scorpio. Scorpio. Actually, I'm a Leo. Actually. What are the what are the <laughs> traits of a Leo? Oh, sick, bro. Zodiac element fire. What up, baby? What does that mean? I'm about to burn you to crisp. Huh. Let's check out my uh my traits here. By the way, Strengths how, creative. Many, how many tabs do you have open? Uh, and are do, any do of them going to embarrass you, you? No. You do have an Alex Jones plan? Is that what I see? What does that say? Oh. No. 
That's my wallpaper. <laughs> that caught me off guard. <laughs> Can you play that video? Oh, sorry. We're not going through the... Uh, oh, no. Hold on. Way to go, Alex. Womp, 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 Technical womp. difficulties. We'll be back. <laughs> we need action wait, music. We're back here. We're not back here. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh my gosh, it's taking forever. Taking so long. Two men having a The government is shipping in forty two thousand people. That's such a good clip though, honestly. Here. Eight GMO does. The, the giant throngs of... of <laughs> throngs? Orc-like, goblin-like, troll-like people. I want to get this set. And it's always weird, like, we're gay, so we want to have a, 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 a embryo that's all from us. You don't have mitochondrial DNA, Jack. You don't... You Two men having a baby isn't a baby. Even if you implant it in a woman, it's not a human. It's a humanoid. I didn't know You're that. You're now in a science fiction movie because <laughs> you say, oh, it's, it's two gay men having a baby. Say, oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh. No discussion about this humanoid or three lesbians that live together. I saw them in the news. We're going to have a baby oh, no. soon. They're almost ready. And she's going to carry it. The scientists are going to create it with our loving DNA. And then we're all going to have our baby. Okay. And, of course, it's all based on... A woman baby, a man baby. It's so, you're living in a fantastic science fiction book. But it's real. Alex. And then you go and Alex. see a man. This is stupid. But it's real. This is stupid. I love everything about Alex Jones. Okay, Anyways. Your Leo Zodiac sign. <laughs> We're creative, passionate, generous, warm-hearted, cheerful, humorous, weakness, arrogant, stubborn, self-centered, lazy, inflexible. Leo's like theater. False. Taking holidays, being admired, expensive things, bright colors, and fun. I don't think it's. Friends. I don't think it's necessarily you have to like all of those. I think the, there's a part of those. I think all of this like. is stupid. It's all fake. It's so general. It's like, oh my god, I really am cheerful. I'm not cheerful, actually. That's I think a, you're, you have cheerful. What does cheerful mean? I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my maybe heart. You need Where? More, maybe you need some more joy, Alex. Yeah, my, maybe. Maybe. I think you need some more joy. I don't know. Life. It must be my Leo because we belong to the elements of fire. We're fiery. This is so stupid. I hate all this crap. Look at Scorpio. Oh, jeez Louise. Oh, we're not going to look into your sex life. Yes, Get we out are. Of that. No, Let's no, no, match. No. What? Let's figure out who I'm compatible with. Ooh, what? we have a 90% sexual. <laughs> Why are you doing this There's to me? There's people on the planet who do this. Oh, my God. This is like, I. Um, Hang on. What is Malia? Hers in March. Hold on. Get a look at that, uh, the compatibility of y'all. She's an Aries. Oh. <gasps> Oh my God! It's meant to oh, be. It's meant to be. Oh, Why aren't so y'all married beautiful. yet? I don't know. That's what I don't get. I, my my signs are all matching up. I bet. I bet Malia has actually done this. Probably at one point. <laughs> actually, I don't think she has. She's always 
because I asked her because I said the same thing. I was like, you probably were into these. She says, no, I always thought they were stupid. Hmm. Huh. Anyways, yeah, astrological signs are retarded. What about, look at mine. I don't remember the traits of a Scorpio. When is... Scorpio. How do you even spell Scorpio? Scorpion. <laughs> Scorpio. There you go. Ooh, you got a real edgy sign there, my guy. It's a little, uh, looks a little bit satanic. satanic. Yeah. Whoa, look at this. Yeah, look at this and tell me this isn't like some astrological, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's paganism. It's freaking witchcraft. I thought I believe in it. It's just interesting. Your element is water. I like water. Not with (laughs) kind of Mexican food. Yeah, not with Mexican food. (laughs) But he likes it with milk jugs with ice. Yes. Resourceful, brave, passionate, stubborn, a true friend. Hey. Distrusting, jealous, secretive, and violent. Dislikes. Oh, yeah, I hate dishonesty. No, 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 no. It's uh, my dislike. I, what I like and what I dislike. What do you read? What? I like truth. I like facts. Oh, no, I'm, like I'm reading right. your weaknesses. Where's that? Right below strengths. I don't Distrusting. Have Jealous, <laughs> secretive, and violent. I can be violent. You are pretty violent uh, when you get killed on Call of Duty. I do throw my mouse at my screen. Sometimes. Literally, Malia will come in the room and go. Oh, really? That's how loud you well, are. I also have headphones on, so I don't and know my how ears, loud I am. And I have to take my, make sure I can still hear. Because Xbox uh, doesn't know how to properly handle sound. Uh, no, I just don't think it knows how to properly handle people screaming. They um, should by now. Call of Duty's been around for a while. They've had their chance. Had a lot of squeakers involved. All right, so let's see who you're the most sexually uh, compatible with. I'm going to say... I think other Scorpios I know I'm compatible with. Oh, jeez. I think a Virgo. I do not know. That's, a, that's an... A- who wants to be Cancer, you know? Everybody who believes in this. No. Cancer. No, everybody says stay away from cancer, I think. Like you, people tell me, like, if you meet a cancer. Anyone at home, did you just I really hope you guys got that joke. What? You said who wants a cancer? And I'm like, no, everyone who is into this stuff is cancer. Meaning they're trash. Meaning you're garbage. Meaning Oh, I thought you're saying like the disease cancer. I was like, that's, well, yeah, a, like that's a, metaphor. a little obvious of a joke. You suck at jokes. Oh, look at that. 90%. It's what, almost, I feel like they're all 90%. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, God, you suck at Don't you hate gestures. websites you can't do that with? That is so annoying. Take me back. Oh, we already did cancer. Do you, uh, what is that? 95%. <laughs> this is retarded. 100%. Ooh. Ooh. I was wrong. We're not very compatible. Oh, you know, it's Scorpio. Wait, shoot. Sorry. I thought I did Leo. Wait, no, no, no. Don't do this. <gasps> Thank God. We're 5% compatible. We can't be gay so with each other. This podcast cannot, first of all, we can't be gay bros. That's a fact. <laughs> I saw this. I That's saw, a fact. Uh, I saw this thing, this uh, TikTok that this person's like, hey, no homo is homophobic and is like a gay guy talking about it. And then it cuts to this other guy. He's like, what am I supposed to say when I have an hour makeout session with my bro? <laughs> Silence for a second. And he's like, what do I say? <laughs> That's funny. Oh my God. Oh man. Okay. So why did we look that up? Because. <clears throat> yeah. 
I can't even. I, I'm ashamed. This is in my search history. You're gonna start getting some products. <laughs> yeah, right. On Amazon. Oh yeah, here's your uh, Leo ring. It'll help you connect your your spiritualness. I don't like that voice. Oh, that's my um. That's your Joe. Your your Joe voice. That's well, no, that's like my spirit uh, of Joe. Who is Joe? Joe Biden. Oh no. <laughs> Um, this is more of my creepy kind of um, I vote for communism voice. Oh, you're to say Kanye. <laughs> no, how dare you? I love Kanye. No, so all right, let's pick up where we were leaving off about this island. Uh, so yeah, this is where he takes... What's it called? St. Jude? Little St. James. James. Good I old James. <clears throat> I'm wondering if he... I don't think he named that. I think he bought it. Okay. And just kept the name. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so he had a lot of people going to the island back and forth. And he died in prison, like we already talked about. But he also, like, brought people to places. What do you mean? Like, I thought I could be, this could be something else. But I remember listening, I listened to Joe Rogan podcast, just it's obvious. And I remember them talking about um, a case where they knew some girls that were involved with Jeffrey Epstein. Mm-hmm. And what the girls would do when they didn't want to be involved sexually is they would say, okay, if you don't want to be involved sexually, um, I will pay you per person that you can get involved to recruit. Yep. Um, And so they would recruit these people and they tell them they're going to be exotic dancers or whatever. And then they turn into that. You just got to do whatever they want to do. And they'll pay you a lot of money because they will. They'll pay them directly Mm. a lot of money. Um, And then... Um, Epstein will pay the recruiters or whatever. So it's like a cycle of uh, people, obviously. Yeah. Um, I thought that was interesting. But obviously, I think these things are being set up not just with him. Like I think he had a whole market involved of people deciding where to go, take people to, and people paying for certain things and whatnot. I think he was the top level of the... Multi-level that is human trafficking. Yeah, and what I mean top level is that he's not the one to like. I don't, to my knowledge. He, um, so like, you know how there's like gangs, right? And you you think of like gangs in Mexico, they're brutal. They're just like straight up murdering each other, Crips and Bloods kind of type of gangs. But then you have your mafia gang. It's a little bit more like suit and tie. You know, we're not necessarily going to come and kill you, but I'm going to say, hey, uh, you don't do what I say. When you start killing uh, people. I have to break your legs. I don't know. When you start killing people, that's, it opens up uh, messy legislation, messy conflict with parties that you don't want to be in problems with. So those people that are way higher up are not doing as much like low level crime because that it only takes some low level crime to kill a huge industry like that, you know. There's some big drug lords that got taken out just because they ran a stop sign, and then they ended up getting on a chase, and then they stopped them, and that's how they caught them. Versus like, oh, they actually, well, they like, usually get them on other charges other than what they are right. But I'm saying like how they actually physically get them is usually through some petty stuff that they did. Versus well, like my point to all that is that. You've got the high-level crime, which is more of your mafias and things like that. Um, and then you've got your lower-level 
gangs, crimes that are your bloods and crips. It is all like, it's just beef. It's, there's, there's really nothing to it other than beef. Dude, I'm excited to get that guy on the podcast. That'll be cool. I met a guy, I think he was a crip. He's a Christian now. And he was like, dude, if you need some stories. No, I got we don't some. need stories. We don't need, we don't need content. We got no. plenty of content. We got plenty of content. Don't lot you of, see our wall we, of sticky notes? Oh, we have a lot of ideas. Yeah. A lot of ideas. So Epstein, I believe, was the mafia of the gang world. Pretty proper. They didn't really steal people in the middle of the night. You know, none of that garbage. He, don't get me wrong, still trafficking people, still completely evil, but he was in this different echelon where it's more of um, because of the people he was dealing with. I think there are people who are way below that who just steal children and actually do very terrible things. Um, so... And that's just literally, uh, I watched this video with um, Blake Lively, um, the actress, and she was talking about, she works with an organization that every time child porn is pinged, they send that to local authorities. Mm. And um, we're talking like leading to all these different arrests. Yeah. One of the guys who was arrested, they were just like, you know, their socks were blown off, was he was a, um, on is it, which one's a cancer doctor? Is it oncologist? Or is that a female doctor? That's a female doctor. No. No. A female doctor. Oncologist? That's the gynecologist. Gynecologist. They're so close. Oncologist. Can you imagine going to an oncologist and it's a gynecologist? I think an oncologist. Hang on. You're like, here, I'm here to have my uh, cancer. I think it depends up. on your cancer, right? Oh, you're right. Oncologist. oncologist. Okay. Yeah. You're right. So he was on an oncologist and for children for with cancer, and he was molesting and... I don't, she, she just said abusing. Who knows what that goes into? Every single child who came in wow. for who knows how long. And they found him because he pings child porn. So things like that. Um, Didn't use a VPN. <laughs> don't give them ideas. Jeez. I get, I get asked for VPNs every day. My dark humor. This is so bad. It's my dark humor. In me. Dude, should have signed up for Nord. <laughs> NordVPN sponsor. We're not gonna get sponsored by NordVPN anymore. We were really hoping for oh that. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> that's so. That is like. That's really good. That was really good. Sorry. Um, terrible, but also good. So, yeah, no. The amount of porn that they get pinged every day <clears throat> doesn't surprise me because these people have to make the porn, right? It's a lot of work. Make porn. Well, this takes a lot of work. I, oh, Jesus Christ. If you knew the, the frustration that I've had. I don't think you would ju you would compare what I was about to say to what we're doing here because this is... I'm not comparing it, but I'm just saying just getting cameras set up alone is a process. But imagine yeah. dealing with all of that. Oh, my God. If you only know what I was talking about to say, you oh. might redact your statement. <laughs> Are you talking about like child stuff? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I'm just saying. You're like, oh, uh, no, I'm just talking about. Uh, I was thinking you were going to go into the porn industry dude. in general. No, I don't know. I don't know about the production side of porn industry. So you'll you have to inform me. Do you know about that? The like your hobby of yours. I mean, it's not a lot different than like some of these YouTube channels. Probably. Actually, <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah. At all. Um. But yeah. Anyway. So yeah, he was this high level guy, but the. Judge who was assigned to the case because his girlfriend just got um, arrested for 
I guess the same things he got arrested for because she was doing the same exact things. He, she would recruit people. He would recruit people. The judge who was assigned to the case, FedEx, showed up at her house or what appeared to be a FedEx guy, killed her husband and her son. She wasn't home. Well, he wasn't a FedEx. I think that's been proven. He wasn't a FedEx guy. Oh, he was well. dressed up as a FedEx guy. Right. He's a men's rights lawyer. Yeah, whatever that means. Wait, what? That's what they they who is the suspect? The main suspect? They don't even know if he did it. Oh, because yeah, they like the main suspect they, was, he was found pinned for he one time like it was with that lawyer. Oh, I remember I heard he had something. He had some sort of deposition with that lawyer a couple months prior, and it didn't go his way. Yeah. Okay. So he kills her. Mm. That's funny. But I bet, I mean, it's easy to say that whoever's behind Epstein would have gone, okay, who are we going to get to kill this person? Okay, let's find somebody, pay him, you a, think lot it's- of, pay him a lot of money. <clears throat> let's find somebody who already has beef with this person and then like entice them into killing this person. That's really complex. See, that's exactly what they, that's, what, that's, the, that's at the level they're at, I think. I think it's, they found someone who looked similar to this person, framed that person and then killed them. No, I bet they like brainwash somebody into doing it. Can't pay you know a lot of money. How long that takes? They've had enough time. Didn't take that Not- long. It depends on their life situation. Find somebody that's broken because of COVID. Find somebody that um, is maybe their life is stricken because of uh, any sort of legislation that this person has been through, which they go through a lot of cases with these lawyers, right, or with these judges. Yeah, I don't think it's that hard to find somebody that would be willing to do something extreme, mm. um, especially with enough money or like, hey, we'll be, we're going to support your family. Um, I think he was a patsy, honestly. What's that? I think they sent someone in. He he was the actual person who did it. I think they sent somebody in to kill her. Is that her. what a patsy is? Essentially. Yeah, it's a, good, a scapegoat. I thought patsy scapegoat. was like a Russian. What? Is that a derogatory slur for Russians? No, like I thought that was used... Patsy, a person who easily taken advantage of, especially by... You know what's interesting? Mm. I think, uh, I forget what show... Oh, is it Jessica Jones? Where... Have you always watched Jessica Jones? Uh, only first season. There's like a... Her friend is like this spokesperson. I think her name is Patsy. Mm-hmm. And that's totally what she is, is a person who's easily taken advantage of. That's interesting. I didn't think about that. Huh. And then now like she like becomes like a superhero and is like countering Jessica Jones. It's yeah. interesting. So Yeah, no, but I think Marvel fans. Definitely a <laughs> definitely a uh, scapegoat for it. All, regardless, he found somebody they go, Oh, he's had beef in the past. He's clearly outspoken about her. We can blame it on him. Could. And then guess what? But to cover the tracks, they could have actually got him to do it. You're saying they maybe didn't get him to do it. They just framed him. They could have framed him and then killed him or they could have framed him and then say, oh, cool, thanks, guy. We're going to bring the money over. Bang, bang. <laughs> Killed him. So regardless, the guy who was the main sub- suspect was found dead. Uh, uh, dead in his house by a suicide. Oh, he died? He killed himself? Quote, unquote. Interesting. The amount of people who suicide nowadays <laughs> that are connected to powerful people just blows my mind. You're like, really? You're telling well, me that? suicide is on the rise just in general. Yes, but who are connected to stuff like this? Well, I know, but I'm just no saying way. because it's on the rise, it's easier to throw into that right. camp, you know? Right. But yeah, so I just think this whole thing's fishy. And if it actually comes to light, I think he knows or she knows about the lower levels of of pedophilia. 
Because what he what they were doing was pedophilia. They're teenagers, but it's still the yeah. children. So I would not be surprised if they if she had some information on like some trafficking rings in the U.S. and people are getting real scared who are involved. Freaking wayfarers calling on calling in all the favors. <laughs> Wayfair. They're like, oh no, we can't ship people in boxes anymore. Oh my gosh. Dang. I don't think Wayfair is doing that. I think it's people utilizing the platform. <laughs> if it's even real. Yeah. They probably I watched that come out and be like a 4chan joke. Like people on 4chan were putting up like uh, products website. products in like into the, I would love that. that to happen, but that oh, would be the thank n- you. I'm gonna go look at what 4chan is saying about this. Because if there's anybody who knows anything, it's those internet autistic people. Oh my gosh. Because that's what they claim. I'm not saying they're self proclaimed. They literally say they're autistic. For example, um, did you ever see what Shia LaBeouf did? Where he put up his flag that he will not divide us about Trump? Uh, yeah, was that the one where he also like did a stream and then somebody like tracked him and like came and took down that flag? They did a live stream. They found it. They found it three times. These people are on another frequency. <laughs> the, the camera was looking up at a flagpole, looking at the sky. You know what they did? They like found like a plane or something, right? No, they looked at the sun and determined where it could be. And they had cars driving around oh, honking, honking the that's horn right, that's right, that's right. so they could hear it on the live stream. So I'm good. like, dude, these guys are on another level. Dude, they're crushing it. <laughs> can we get the 4chan army against the pedophiles, please? For real, though. They do it with uh, hackers. They train, they, uh, they, I know, anonymous. They pay is... hackers to hack like other hackers. Yeah, but like anonymous, the ones who are always like, oh, we're going to get Donald Trump. Uh, we're going to get this. But they're all nothing. They, they're, they're BS. Think so? They're talking mad game. I think they are because honestly, just like a lot of uh, the uh, socialists in the country, oh. talking a lot of mad game, looking a lot bigger than they actually are. I don't think a lot of people believe in that stuff. You don't think so? I think no. I think a lot of college kids do. I don't care about college I, kids. Well, they're the ones who are going to grow up and be. Yeah, but when they, they're it's statistically proven as you grow up, you get more Republican. I, I hope that's the case. Or at least a little more right than they were. So some of them end up being Democrats. A lot of them, yeah, because some they get, of them go. They get some money and they go, ooh, I don't ooh, like this. I, uh, I, I like my money that I, I made. I want to get 60%. Yeah. But yeah, it's <sighs> corruption, man. Anyways, back to the that church. Age, that age group has always been that way. Look at Vietnam, the hippie movement. That was that. So what it looked like back then. Mm, what what aspect of the hippie movement do you mean? The hippie movement. That's like, so weird. You say that. I was thinking about this the other day. Like it's not like it's not like this. Our generation, like the millennial generation's ruining. It's like okay, no, no, it's just like when you're in this time of life, you're questioning everything, and then a lot of people like to question why they don't like. Why is my bank account not have a lot of money? Not, not a lot of money in it. Um, oh, actually, you have to actually I ask get a myself job. That every and you day. have to like get a better job from the job. You can't just get a job and stay there. Guys, listen right now. Well, you you missed out on it, but uh, just go go on unemployment, guys. It's spicy right now. It's mad spicy. <laughs> oh my it's real spicy. But unfortunately, it's about to be over, and you're not going to have spicy unemployment anymore. So, or even social security, um, possibly. Here's an idea: so flip vintage teas. Yeah, there you go. It's pretty lucrative. It's stupid. Lucrative. Or Rolex. 
You can do a Rolex market. I don't. I feel like that's a lot of money to get in. Not if you find people that don't know what a Rolex is. Yeah, I guess. Reconditioned Rolexes. Oh. Ooh. There you go. There's two ideas for all the socialists out yeah. there. Not the socialists. They, wouldn't, they wouldn't do that. Dude, socialists are the ones buying the damn vintage tees. Are you kidding me? You think so? Oh, 100%. Hmm. Well, maybe it's a mixture. I would say 20% socialist, 30% communist, <coughs> and... 65%, I know those don't add up. I love these statistics that you're making up on the fly. 65% of them are people who were born in the 80s. That's, that's it. I kind of lost track. I wasn't really listening. I didn't actually do math. I just made up numbers. And 11% of them are Feel like uh, Middle Eastern. Right now. I'm looking at graphs of suicide rates. That's depressing. So I was like, I just want to see. And I, when you're talking about statistics, I looked down, I was like, I'm looking at graphs right now. <laughs> gone up. It was actually really high in the 80s, which is interesting. I don't know why that is. Do you know who's committing the most suicide? Do you, do you know? Yes. Middle-aged white men. Women? Men. Oh, they say women. I was like, no. Middle-aged white men. All my stats here are showing it's men. Yeah, take it's that, non- feminist. Okay, this graph says age-adjusted U.S. suicide rate by race. Uh, the highest is non-Hispanic white. I didn't know there was white Hispanic. And then there's white. I mean, it looks like it's shifted. I think it's just white because it shifted in uh, 95 from being called white to non-Hispanic white. So the I, line. they were using, I think they put a lot of Hispanic people under white. But they have a Hispanic line from, oh, maybe they did. Because mm-hmm. yeah, the did. Hispanic line started at that time. Interesting. Yeah. But the white line, we're crushing dude, it's like it. the Chappelle line when he's talking about school shooters. He's like, school shooters is a white man's game. It's suicide's a well, white man's game. Well, except for uh, Ahmaud Aubrey, the runner. It's- was he suicide? He was the one who started all this uh, race issues recently. No, I'm saying, no. Chappelle said... I know. That school w- shooting, and then we're talking <clears> about suicide. <throat> we're not talking about that. Oh, no, but he brought he brought a gun to school. Basketball game. Oh, but he didn't pull it out and shoot anybody. Well... There are a lot of kids bringing guns to schools. They don't do anything. Probably. A lot of rednecks, for sure. People get suspended for having their gun in their truck outside. Yeah, they're not supposed to. By school rules, but technically you're allowed to have. What's what's so interesting about gun laws is I'm allowed to have a like a, a Barrett 50 cal in my my seat Sick. visible, Sick. but I can't have a handgun visible in my car. You can have it concealed. I'm gonna pull my 50 cal Barrett and shoot an 18 wheeler. I can have a sh- I, have, I can have a shotgun oh like r- on, like hung right next to me, just fine. But I can't have. A pistol, visible. Sir, do you know why I pulled you over today? No, I have no idea. Your pistol is visible. Oh. Uh, what's that in the passenger seat? Oh, that's my bazooka. Oh, that's really cool, man. So I'm going to go in and write you a ticket it's up. Give me one second. <laughs> yeah. Is that C4? Do you have... I can what? have a rifle that shoots like... It literally shoots like armor-piercing yes. 50 BMG. You could explode somebody. Visible. It would literally turn them into goop. And, yeah. And, but you can't have a pistol. I can okay. have a pistol in my car. I just can't have a visible. Yeah, I don't get it. Don't get Ooh, it. Pistols are so scary. Yeah, that's crazy. I think it's because like, how are you going to conceal a, a shotgun or something in your car? Like, 
Then, like, come on. But I don't understand why I have to conceal a pistol. Why is that any different? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. I thought of an inappropriate joke, but. <laughs> Let the listeners try to figure out what that is because I can't figure out what it is. They'll and, figure it out. Yeah. It was about concealing it because it's too big. <laughs> How old are you? You're older than me. Oh, man. That's what she said. That is a That, that would have been a good follow up after that. The, it should be on this pad right here. It should be. That's what she said. Oh. But guess who didn't? Put it I together. Like that. That's a good one. That's a good one. I told you like four times. The, that's what she said? Yes. You're such a guy. Golly. That's definitely. Women are right about guys sometimes. It's real. In one ear, out the other. I don't know what you're talking about. They do. Go look at the recordings. If it's on the recordings, then it I didn't happened. tell you in the podcast. I told Tell me you what podcast it was. In the life Oh, in life? Normal life. <laughs> I told you in the podcast. I told you in the living room like three times, like in the past week. No way. At least twice. I'll give you once. I'll give you once. That's enough. As a po- I'm saying, yeah, it's a possibility you could have said that. Now, did I hear you? Mm. Did I acknowledge what you said? Yeah. Okay, yeah. You're saying I acknowledged you three times. Twice at least. I'll concede it one. Could be you acknowledged it. It doesn't matter. There's a there is a high probability. So you have homework. You have homework. This this pad must be. That's Thank what you. She now said. it's on record. So it's on record. Yeah. We don't know when this is going to be released. So next month. It's going to be released next week. Is it? I don't know. This week is relative to them. They don't know what week this is being recorded. Oh. They don't know what day it is. We could tell them. I could, but I'd prefer not to. Is that a secret? They can guess. We did date one of our podcasts, and it was like. A couple weeks ago, and the podcast still hasn't been released. I'm like, oh, did we? Well, we talked about Kanye, and then like now there's all this Kanye stuff coming around. And then we talked about. Uh, I was like, what if George Floyd happened again? And it like almost happened again, but it didn't really happen again. Um, so mm. those are getting dated. We need to release those podcasts. Go listen to our podcast. It's released we, well, on we already, Spotify. We already do a five out, three out, four out, seven. Follow us on our Maybe only- a lot of the time. Have you created an OnlyFans yet? I'm so confused because in the first episode you said we're not having one. So I kind of. I, I, I just, figured you would have just made one anyway. I decided that we're going to start a uh, Pornhub account instead. Sick. Upload our videos there. We're not doing that. That was a lie. Please. That would be funny though. That would be pretty comical. Well, I had to do some research because I made a claim. You made a claim that Alex Jones was on Pornhub. I- so I didn't, I didn't. You investigated. I investigated you, further. He went into Pornhub. You typed it in. Investigation. Investigative journalism. Not. You weren't looking at porn. You're investigating. Porn is gross. No, but it for is real. Gross. For re- it. I think it's gross. You actually don't think it's gross? No, I was just gonna say that. It's I was gross. gonna get into a kind of a, a guy topic that maybe shouldn't be on there. Okay. But. Maybe maybe we'll get to that point. We can talk I'm hoping about it after. We'll, we'll talk about we'll, it after. We'll or, you know, once we're like podcast. 700 podcasts in and our parents stop listening because they're like, nah, that's stupid. I think we're, this is the fifth podcast. I don't think they're listening anymore. <laughs> I think they, they saw Good that. Good job, honey. The second episode with that intro with Alex Jones, I think that's where they stopped listening. I probably, <laughs> when I actually release that, I'm going to get a text or a phone call from my mom. Really? Like 100%. Like I don't think you should be doing that podcast. I heard you. I heard you say "damn" in that podcast, 
And I think you. Mom, ble- I was referring I think to you bleeped Dan. out you saying the f word one time, and I don't like that word. And I'll say, Mom, I'm 25. Are you? Wow, that's crazy. I own a house, Mom. Not in your house anymore. Bought my own house. Got my own. Mom, dog. I have a dog. I have okay. two cars now. I'm a. I'm an adult. And you have a dog. So and you know dog. what? Um, everything you say from here on out doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> no, Mom. I love you. Boom, roasted mom. I'm got owned. If you're listening, mom, I love you. That's it. <laughs> what? What's that look? What? Did you break the fourth wall? Yes. We do it all the time. I've never broken the fourth yeah, wall. Yeah, you do. You go, if you're listening, you look at the camera. We did it on the first episode, Dude. trailer. Actually, no, the videos aren't being released of that. Dude, are you? Are you remembering false things? Did our did we have a parallel dimension crash? I think you had bad egg yesterday and it's causing Dude, you to forget a lot definitely of things. Was a bad egg. No, I know I break the fourth wall all the time. It's fun. I like to think that there's someone on the other. I like to think that Kanye listens. 100% or Justin Kanye's Bieber. Kanye's like, he goes to the bathroom on his golden toilet. Or he's like out in the wilderness. We lost our whole thing about church, so maybe we should. Is this podcast even about church anymore? Well, we could make like saying we were trying trying to talk about church, and then we got on to other things. Oh, sh- what sorry, are you doing? Sorry, sorry, I'm trying to close out tabs. That was I was trying to help you out yesterday. Um, so. Let me ask you the question again. We already kind of started hashing this out, but maybe let's readjust our approach this time. How do you think the church, like, what, okay, not talking about necessarily current events, mm. but like, I've thought about this recently. It's like, why do we have, like, what's the point of a pastor? What's the point of, mm. of a, like, multiple pastors on a staff? What's the point of a church in general? Why can't we just be, like, and I'm not, I don't really believe this, but I'm just saying, bringing up it as a, a question. Why are we not just people that read the Bible and all like keep to ourselves and whatnot? Uh, I don't know about the keep to self part, but I like, it's I'm saying like, we're not like congregating. Like, why do we congregate as, as Christians? What's the point? Oh, no, I think we should congregate. Well, if we're called to, to, no, I, I'm not saying we aren't. I'm just saying, like, why? Like, why are we doing it? Well, actually, no, I think what you brought up is interesting about why do we need a pastor, but uh, I think the congregating part is the most crucial. Because, I mean, sure, you're going to go listen to the message. You think like, it's oh, the most crucial? Great. Oh, 100%. Why? Because that's the relationships. That's. You think relationships is what we're here for? Yes. I mean, that's what God wants what from us. It's, you know, in what way? Um, to be support for each other, to... Um, Did Paul have a lot of friends? You know, a lot of churches he wrote to, I, I would think so. I could argue that a lot of people go to church for the wrong reasons. Sure. One being just to find community, which could be a really 
it's good. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think you should stay there very long. I don't go mm-hmm. to the church I go to because I like the people there necessarily. I don't like them at all. <laughs> I even had, okay. And I hope if there's people at Mercy Culture that listen to this, I hope they don't hate me for saying it. But there was a part of me that was like, because uh, I was looking for a church. I was like, I need to go to a church. I need to be planted somewhere because I do consulting for churches and I'm not at a church ever. I'm not even like really, I wasn't even like looking at a certain pastor for messages. Mm-hmm. Like I was just at churches and I would hear the messages while I was there. And I was like, I feel like I need to be quote unquote planted somewhere like in somewhere where I'm like chasing the vision that my church is doing as well. Um, and so Mercy Culture came up and I was like, I was very skeptical of um, of it because it they're very uh, Holy Spirit-driven church. And the tendency with Holy Spirit-driven churches is that they get caught up in the emotion of everything instead of, and, and, and don't think about it, don't want to think about anything else. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and that's not mercy culture at all, but I know churches that are that way. And so by going through their process, I learned like, dang, they're really intentional on a lot of things. Um, but pre- they're a presence-driven church. And I think that's um, a very beneficial way to run your church. Um, their main thing is is talking about how basically they want to bring people from um, corporate encounters, church, worship events, whatever, to daily personal encounters because they believe, and I believe, through your daily personal encounter with the Lord outside of corporate, uh, you're able to hear from the Lord in a different way uh, and get downloads of his vision for you and get um, maybe like he'll, like like the Lord will let you know, like, hey, like maybe bring up something you did the other day and they're like, I don't really like that. And it's like, I don't really like that either. Like I said that thing to that person. I don't really like it. I'm going to apologize and I'm going to try to not do that anymore. You know, that is a fruit of, for the spirit, which in my opinion is an outflow of you having that daily personal encounter, um, which I, I don't think a lot of Christians do. Um, and I think um, you're missing out on a lot of fruit that you can get from, um, doing that. And what's hard is that all sounds very conceptual and like, oh, like what, blah, 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 what is that? Like, oh, I just got to read my Bible for a couple minutes, like in the morning. Like, it's not that at all. Some people may be able to do that. I hate reading and I need to read more. There's some, yeah. great, there's some great things you, you can get reading the Bible and reading anything really. Um, but man, it's, it's about being intentional with your time uh, finding that way that you connect with the Lord, whether it's running out, taking a run in a park or um, throwing some worship music on or whatever it is. Um, but just like being intentional with however you connect with the Lord, just doing it on a daily basis. Um, and it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be legalistic and go, okay, you have to say this prayer or yeah. this start. Like, no, you don't have it's you. It's your relationship. It's not the church's relationship. Right. A lot it's of people get friends. Kind of, the thing with like, and I think this is really the enemy working, because like people think, oh, it's just like there's sacrifices and there's like demonic presence. Like I think that the enemy is way more is way more evil than that. I think the enemy is in people that have their identity so tied up in the people that they're with at their church. Um. 
he like he causes that to happen because what happens is is when that one relationship gets broken, all the relationships get broken at that church, and then they get the their relationship with that church gets broken, and they end up leaving the church, and then mm. they're like, "Who am I?" Mm. And so then they invite all of the the shit that you hear people get into drugs, uh, maybe relationships that aren't good for them, um, just craziness, and that's how I think. Mm. That's how I think Satan gets in. Um, one way he works is by shielding us from that daily personal encounter and shielding us from our true identity, which is in Christ, not in what we're doing in our church and our worship and our whatevers, because all of that is thin when it's used in that way. Mm. Your relationship, I've seen a lot of people's relationship with the Lord being based on the worship experience they get on a Sunday. And it's, that ain't gonna, have you, how many people have you noticed or you've felt this way? I've felt this way. You go on Sunday, boom, or let's take a youth example. Wednesday's my favorite day. Good Wednesday, got to see my friends, blah, blah, blah. How long does that last? (laughs) Tuesday sucks, right? Tuesday's the worst day of the week. Monday's the worst day of the week. You kind of maybe get a little connection on Sunday, depending on, if your parents are Christians or not. Right. And Tuesday sucks. You're looking forward to Wednesday. Why? Because it's that, ooh, that thing, you know? That hit. It's like, you can get that any day of the week, number one. Number two, uh, I mean, you're young, right? You're still figuring yourself out. But man, people, older people do it on Sundays. I see a lot of people uh, going to church for themselves too. It's another thing. So they're idolizing their feelings. Going, going to church to get fed. When I see, when I hear people go, I left that church because I wasn't being fed. I'm like, bro, you have a Bible in front of you. Read it. Mm. Okay? That's how you get fed. <laughs> you shouldn't well, be relying on I want to push back a little bit on you that. You shouldn't that. be relying on a pastor to tell you what the Bible says. And you True. shouldn't be going to a church um, that only that you shouldn't be going to church to get fed. Mm. I think. I believe once you're a Christian, well, maybe when they're baby Christians. I know. Once they're baby Christians, learning it's great. Once you're past that, I think Christians should be fulfilling the great commandment, which is to go. And to go means a lot of different things. To me, my go is to go into churches and help consult to go to my church and run sound for free at a high level and serve a position, maybe mixing for online to have thousands of people watch that and get encounters, maybe have some people saved through that. People serving on host teams, that's their version of go. Not everyone has to go to Africa. Not everyone has to go to Venezuela and, and the One Nation One Days and the, like, that's not like, there's a guilt trip in that where it's like, oh, if you're not doing mission, you're not on mission. It's like, no, you're on mission every day. Mm. You could be on mission working at Dell, customer service. You should be helping that one person you sit next to. Just be a loving person. That's that's all go has to be, at the very least. Mm. Be a loving person. Mm. Be Christ, like, try to be Christ-like. Don't try to be Christ. Because mm. a lot of people trying to be, there's a lot of people trying to be Christ feeling like they can condemn people for things. It's like, well, you have to draw. I mean, you've got to be careful though, because there's, 
nowadays you speak truth, people will say you're condemning them. You, but you know, like, you know it's real or not. What like, do you mean? You're going to speak truth in a love. If you can speak truth in a loving way, that's all, that's all you got to do. And if you get condemned from that, then that's just, that's just how it is. But I think if you are speaking truth in a loving way. How do you do it in a loving way? Uh, you don't hold up signs that say God hates fags. <laughs> that's an, I mean, yeah, that's pretty obscene. But I mean, more of a realistic, how do you? A loving way? Yeah. Well, give me an example where it's not, what do you mean? Well, like, you know, somebody's, I don't even know. It doesn't, I mean, okay, say if I have a friend. Matter. Say if I have a friend right. that is doing drugs, right? right? I know he's doing drugs, talks about it. We're still friends. Mm. What I don't do is I don't not be friends with him because he's a drug druggy, mm. maybe. Unless that is a valid option, is a true, you've done everything you can to help him and he's not willing to change, mm. right? I think you start from, okay, you have to evaluate what your relationship is, is with that person. Um, and you have to bring it up. Like, hey man, like I noticed maybe, usually if it's like a specific example like that, I would probably point at um, things that they're not taking care of because of their drugs. So say like, say I got a job for a friend and he the fat friend is addicted to something. He didn't show up on time to this job that I got him because probably because he was on drugs at the time. Like, hey, dude, you didn't show up. Dude, what happened? He was like, oh, I was doing this. I'm like, dude, I think like that is ruining your life. That's a loving way. You don't go, you're a terrible person because you do that. Well, no, that would be condemning. But loving. if you just said right. you're doing drugs and that's terrible. Yeah, and if he comes back at you like, well, well, fuck you, like, like you, how dare you do that? And you go, dude, I'm just telling you, I love you. And I would, I see a better future for you. And if he still comes at you, then you just gotta save it for another day. You can't go past that. A lot of people would even say that that is condemning. It's not. I know, but that's the modern. I think the there's a lot of people that agree that drug, drug abuse is a problem. Well, drug abuse, you could extend that to any sin. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's it's. It's hard because nowadays, like you said, especially going to a church like that where you feel like they might get caught up in the feelings. Yeah. You know, I, I probably, I've almost exclusively stayed away from churches like that because those churches can be, not saying they are. Well, they, you're an intellectualist type of person. And those don't, those don't resonate with They don't with usually me at go all. with, to a church like that because of that, because they don't typically get into that. No. Yeah. Mm -mm. No, I mean, if the messages are good, I'm there. You know, like if they're able to quantify the Bible in a way that is so unheard of yeah. that I've never experienced. And well, this is kind of goes back to what I was talking about. Why do you go to church? What's the point of going to church? As somebody who is a believer and, and seeks his faith and is learning about his faith on a daily basis, why do you go to church? Um. Well, I'm actually not going to one right now. But when I was going, why do you, do you COVID, want to go to church? Um, I would like to go to a probably like a, um, like a home church. Why? Because there's relationships. So you want relationships? Yeah. 
I don't care about. So you need some like you want some fancy music. I don't like care. wise counsel in your life. That's the most important to me. Okay. Um, you know, people I can look up to and, and talk and have relationships with. Yeah. You know, like a you know that that is what I think is missing in a lot of churches at all. I think the church I was going to is well. Here's pretty good at that. Here's what's hard about churches when it gets into that stuff. Because it's really easy to start having that in your life, then to feel like you're getting manipulated because they're telling you things you don't like to hear, or they're legitimately manipulating you um, via scripture, and so it just invites a lot of corruption when you have people. What small churches? Anybody, like any church? church? Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. That seems. So you're anytime saying that you, that anytime, doesn't happen in a big saying, church? Oh, it does happen at all churches. Is what I'm saying. I'm oh. saying if you've, it's. I think it's better. At I think it's if you took statistics, which aren't there's no statistics on this, but because a lot of bigger churches have a setup and how their leadership is brought in, I would say you have a lot less at bigger churches. <laughs> this is a government argument. Okay, it's a checks and balances thing. Not a government argument. It's just saying. Oh like, no, but I mean, the bigger the church has got more checks and balances. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Versus a small church that nobody is over them, so nobody's checking like of their theology and the things that they say to people. You know, you could easily be in a church that maybe has weird beliefs. You know, mm-hmm. um, possibly. I'm what I'm saying. But that, that's a, that's kind of an irrational here's thing to saying. worry about. Here's what I'm saying. I think that daily personal encounter is so important. Um, also having people above you, but I think the like what Christians should be going to church for once they're saved is to be serving the kingdom, not trying to get something from the kingdom, because that's a part of the go commandment. I don't read anywhere in the Bible that says oh, you need to find a group of believers that to, to that that kind of call you out on your problems and. Oh, well, that's why I need to go to church. I think church is designed, should be designed in a way that they are doing ministry. Mm. And once you are through the ministry, that ministry that maybe got you in that church, you now give back to that ministry with your time, your gifts, whatever. And you find a church that aligns with something that you are good at. Let's say there's, I know there are a couple of churches that specifically align to um, sex trafficking. They go all around the world and save girls out of sex trafficking. If that is something that you are excited about, go to that church and work. Get your feeding from your daily personal encounter, maybe some little messages that the pastor's talking about. But man, if, they, if they're good at that and you can help with that, go do it. If you've got a church that's focused on worship, like say you've got... Like a Bethel or an Elevation or whatever, that they're really dang good at worship. They're good, really good about putting out songs and giving churches songs to sing. Mm. If you're good at that, go to there, do it, or start your own. Start your own worship music because it's really easy nowadays. You don't have to be a part of somebody else's worship thing to actually no. get some songs that, whatever, whatever mm. you feel. I think people need to be. Once you have that daily personal thing, you can hear a lot closer to the Lord about, should I go there? Where should I go? Reveal to me a church that would be good for me to go to. And then it'll start, all the dots will start connecting. Oh, I think 
ooh, I, I, would, I see a hole there I should be plugged into. Oh, that must be the Lord, like getting me here to fill this need that this church needs to fulfill what they want it to do as a church, you know? Um, and I felt that not to, hopefully it doesn't come across prideful, but I felt a need um, in mercy culture. Um, and it wasn't the only reason why I started going, but like once I, once I joined the church and I was like, man, they, they need a couple more audio people here to help train and, and run, just run on a regular mm. basis. I was like, that's really interesting that, I mean, every church needs help with audio, but that's why I'm in business. But um, I was like, I felt loved and needed and um, I vibed with what the church's vision was, which is getting people that daily encounter. Cause out, the outflow of that is so much fruit ministries start because of that, that kind of time um, ministry and visions start callings are called out in that time. So mm. anyway, what do you think of that? Don't disagree with any of it, but um, I do think that people in my shoes have probably been the most underserved community. Usually they're the ones who unfortunately become atheist. Um who grew up Christian and then Oh, I mean the go look at the Christian apologetics. That's a really good example of intellectualists that are they're used. Mm. Intellectuals are used and the biggest thing they've used in history is apologetics people. Mm. They're the ones that go and take the hard questions of the right. Bible. Well, I never had seen anybody take hard questions before probably I was maybe late teenager. Not in the church. No, never in the church. But, but that's where people are at. No, but I'm saying like, they're not going to talk about... Okay, so the church I went to, my parents got married at, um, they would talk about like heavy theology topics on, on the platform. And so that sounds like what's what you want from the pastor sometimes. Well, sometimes the, the, the thing is, it's not just theology. It's like... You know, one of my big questions right now is is about, uh, I don't want to say the validity because that makes it sound like I don't believe that some of this happened, but the continuity in which the Bible, the Old Testament. So uh, you have God saying one thing and then something else is said that seems to slightly oppose God himself. And these aren't like, these aren't ones that are like, oh, God said seven days. And then later it talks about like, you know, not stupid, silly ones. You're talking ones about that, how like thou shalt not murder. And then you're saying that. Thou shalt not kill is what God said. And then uh, kill, God and then, like, commands yeah. them to go kill an entire nation of people. Yeah. And so if, if I, and I'm just, you know, trying to be consistent in my thought pattern. If let's say I was an outsider looking at Christianity, I'd go, what? But you're going to now tell me your God's all lovey-dovey? Like, what happened? You're telling me God doesn't change, but he did change. Or, for example, as a Christian, if I read that about Allah, I'd go, yeah, but I bet we do read about I bet it. That, if we do, we go, oh, God told you to kill people? I bet he did. And, and we use that to discredit them, but that exact same thing happened in our holy book. So that's... Yeah, well, I, I'd love to read and research that because I think we've talked about this a couple of times and we want to do a podcast on it. The, the God of old, Old right. Testament. 
Um, I wanted to look at the original text on some of the wording of killing versus murder. And then you have to define like, when is it killing and murder? And then also like at the time in history, it was, it was all about fighting for land and resources. So like um, it would have made sense to them to kill a bunch of people that came across as pedophiles and um, um, living in horrendous sin and corruption. Uh, it would have been like, hey, just go kill them. They're bad for society. Well, that was that was in the sense that God promised them that land. Um, yeah. I don't... Like Jericho, um, Canaan... Um, it was the Canaanites. Canaanites were the ones who were pedophiles and stuff. Jericho, I don't know what was going on in Jericho. Um, I don't remember. I, I don't, I can't, maybe it was the Canaanites where he said, kill all of them, even the children. Even the children. Which I'm just like, that well, it was about, sound It was about like, killing an entire culture, like cultural thing. Because like, like, look at Abraham's like son. Ishmael. Yeah. Islam. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I understand it, but... It just, that doesn't, that's like, the reason I always hearken back to Jesus because he was incredibly consistent. He never had a moment of inconsistency at any point in time ever. And the reason historically Jesus existed, great. And then this this person who had some prophecies about him happened exactly how they said they were going to happen hundreds yeah. of years prior. But you could argue like a lot of these things that were written about in the Old Testament were so long ago that who knows what got adjusted in in history. You or know? I'm just going to argue, maybe that person was a very evil person and was not being spoken to by God and yeah. misled the entire Israelites. But to even bring that up is to go, oof, what? No, the whole Bible is God inspired. Well, okay, well, when people do that, when they go oof, when you say that, they feel like you're Attacking. trying to dismantle Christianity. And it's like, no, I'm not. Just saying, like maybe I'm trying to dismantle the Old Testament. Yeah, which I don't know is very scary to people. But last time I checked, we don't worship the Old Testament, nor do we worship anyone in it but God. Right. And I'm and I'm seeing these inconsistencies with God. So I'm thinking there's as a lot of great things Proverbs, of the Old Testament. There is Proverbs is great, as Proverbs says in the exact same Bible. What is that, the, does the okay time out? If am I mistaken? I could be mistaken. Jews, not Messianic Jews, like Jew Jews. Right, mm -hmm. they believe that's all they read is the Old Testament. The, tum, right? tum, tum, the Torah, Torah and Talmud, I think. Not the cheese. <laughs> the cheese, Talmud. <laughs> no, not the cheese. Jews Bible. I just looked that up. <laughs> Hebrew Bible. The Tanakh. Tanakh. I don't know how to say that. I'm just guessing. <laughs> Somebody typed in, "Who is the God of the Jews?" <laughs> Yeah, no, they've Yahweh, got, the yeah, they've got whose name was revealed to Moses. Yeah. Yahweh. Yeah. Um which we share some. Is it not is it not all of it? No. Oh, it's not? No, we don't have all the same. What's the difference? Um the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. The Tanakh, I'm not sure what books are in the Tanakh. I mean, look. We need to have a Jew on. Paging all Jews. Paging Jews. If you're interested in no pay and maybe a good burger. Uh, we can't even promise that. Though. I'll promise that. Oh, cool. Sick. I'll make a burger. The 24 books of the Hebrew Bible 
All right, so let's go ahead and go through these, see which ones we don't have. Oh, boom, one called the 12. So Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, they don't have Ruth, interesting. Samuel, King, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Kings. They have Ruth, it's just lower. It's in the 11 books. Oh, you're right. Do they have, do we have one called Kings? Yes. We first Kings, then Kings. Oh, we split it up. Okay, that's why I'm like, okay. Uh, We don't have the 12. Psalms from Isaiah, Job, Song Solomon, Lamentations, um, Chronicles. So yeah, we basically have all of them. Besides so the 12. Whatever that is. What is My, that? Minor prophets. Yeah. Did they say Jonah? Jonah? Huh. Jonah was a prophet? Micah. Is that a different Habakkuk, Jonah? Nahum. Malachi. Hmm. No, Malachi. Zechariah. Play drums for me. Soon. Interesting. So, yeah, no, their book is a little bit different. <clears throat> wow, almost died. Literally just died. But, yeah, no, it's eight books of the... Interesting. Huh. Yeah, I, I don't... I don't know why we can... we. Are allowed, not allowed <laughs> to scrutinize the Hebrew Bible, but like, we scrutinize the Islamic we're allowed, faith. What do you mean we're not allowed to scrutinize? You're not allowed to as Christian. Everything there, there's this blanket statement: it's God inspired. You mean God breathed? Well, God breathed, God inspired. Yeah, yeah I don't know, but, but I, mean, I don't think no, nobody. Okay, there hasn't been a church I've been at mm-hmm. where they're like, "Hey, you can't ask those questions." Like, I think that's a church of old. That's like pre-2010. Like, there's not a lot of churches nowadays that let, that not let you ask questions. Mm. Um, especially non-denominational churches that I've been a part of. Yeah. Um, you just, not a lot of people have answers. Um, so you just have to keep, do your own research. And the nice thing about the internet is that there are people like Jordan Peterson and there are Peter, people like uh, Robbie Zacharias. One? Yeah, yeah. Um, a, lot of, a lot of really... Is he dead? Yeah. When did I just he found that out the other day, unfortunately. I just had found him too. <laughs> just for him to be... Oh, he's got a lot of stuff. Yeah. He died like in May. Yeah. Did he die of COVID? He dies of cancer. Oh. Yeah, I checked. I'm surprised they didn't uh, label it as a COVID death because that was a thing that they... No kidding. Still doing? Yeah, no, I just had found out about him too. That's and and uh, found out that he passed away. because He's I was... a smart guy. Dang smart. He's very One eloquent. One of the best apologists of all time. He's he's very eloquent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I've liked a lot of what he said. Um, but, you know, you've got these kids going to these schools and they're they're given evolution and every question about evolution is answered because it's a theory. So they can just make things up, <laughs> honestly. You could um, say that about Genesis too. Um, it's you, a poem. What do you mean? People say it's a poem. Could be. It's not real. I don't know. Does it matter? I don't think it does. Yes, it does. I don't think it matters if it was real or not. The sin. I don't think it matters if it is or not. I don't think if that specific thing, maybe there was a sin at some point, but I don't think it had to look like that. There has to be a sin. Yeah, I'm saying there was probably a sin, but I don't think it necessarily had to 
be exactly how the Bible portrayed it. Well, everyone assumes too this all happened in a span of like a <laughs> couple days. Right. Yeah. But Adam and Eve could have lived there and had children and it could have been years. I don't think they had children in the Bible. They didn't have children after the fall. They kind of, after the fall, and then now they've got like a billion children. It's kind of weird. Like six, I think. It, very, it was very specific on the children, that part of the Bible. No, I think they have like six children. That, really? I believe so. I thought they said Cain and Abel? Or is that my way off? I'm no, way just, off. No, just think about how that, how does that how work? I know about the Bible. How does that work? Adam and Eve, they have two sons and then no more humans. No, I'm saying, I don't know. I could look, you could, I think it's well-documented in the Bible, but I'm pretty sure it was like Adam and Eve had, had, a, had a boy and a girl and they had maybe multiple children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? Well, the incest wouldn't have been a thing to them at the God's time. God's like, listen, I ain't trying to give three-eyed humans, so I'm going to give you another <laughs> going to give you all a little mini Mary first to get this going. <laughs> so just- nobody has to <laughs> get freaky. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. You don't hear many people talk about that. Mm-hmm. It had to start somewhere, you know. But I'm actually interested. Um, I thought it was. We six. should we should do a podcast. On oh, boom, baby, six. Let's go. Six what, dude? Do you not see the picture? Six. I don't know what that is. Adam slash Eve slash children slash. Are you telling me Adam was white? What? Oh, no, Eve was black. Adam was white. It's the only way that makes sense. I don't know if I want to dive into why you think that. Okay, hang on. Look, you- wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It literally says people search for Eve, former spouse. After wait, that apple, he couldn't take it anymore. He's they like, you divorced? know what? You freaking, how dare you? Dang. How dare you? What if Adam was like a a player in the, the animal community? Oh my God. What if he like started commuting bestiality like right off the bat? Oh, I see. What's happening? Who's that? <sighs> As Adam's first wife? Huh. Did he... Am I dumb? Did, did we, he have a... No, that's not in our Bible. Is that in the Jewish Bible? Cool. Hey, yeah, that's... You can't show boobies on this podcast. Was there boobs? I'm sorry. There was boobs. Oh, I didn't even see it. I was too busy looking at this. It's art. It's our boobs. You just came back. Oh, ah, ah, Alex. <laughs> really? I'm going to get canceled for boobs. This is... Another... That's <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, it says this. Lilith, a figure in Jewish mythology, developed uh, blah, 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 blah. A Lilith appears as Adam's first wife. God, I just... Oh. Dude, did Adam freaking... I pressed... I don't know. This is new, by the way. I'm getting used to this so I'm sorry Adam I think, I think don't look on there's there's I think the peepees. boobs were on there for a while there's peepees hold on I wish I could change the picture in picture this is crazy I don't know oh gotta cover that oh look <laughs> oh no Adam oh, he's he's he did it for us Golly. thanks Adam <laughs> scared me coming in clutch freaking Adam <laughs> always Adam coming in clutch <laughs> no I uh, I don't know oh can't cover that, <laughs> dude. Can we? What are we be, doing right now? Hold on. She got some thick thighs, though. That's even in Islam, dude. She got some. That thick. looks like it's. That's Islam. It looks Asian. I know. 
It says I guess right here. Technically Asian. It says in Islam. Wait, Adam and Eve's in Islam? Hmm. I didn't know that. They believe in Jesus. I know they believe it, but they just think he's a, a prophet. prophet. They also, dude. They, I mean, they have a very similar Genesis story. Really? Yeah. It's it's very similar. So. I didn't know that. Yeah. More you know. The more you know. Yeah, it's very I interesting. To, I need to do some research on all the so religions. We learned a lot today. It looks like Eve is the ex-wife of Adam because he got fed up with her garbage. Uh, and he wanted to meet a new lady called Lilith who looks like a freaking spawn of the devil. I want to learn about that. That's interesting. I don't know. At this point, it is starting to sound like a, <laughs> like a fairy tale. I can see why people would be like, wait, what? I don't know. Fairy tales have to be written from somewhere, you know? Yeah. But anyway, I think this is it. This is it. We've been recording, I think, I don't know, who knows how long. Like, Thank God it's still we had recording. A lot, we had a lot of problems in this episode, so this episode could be two hours or it could be three. We don't even know. We lost a lot of audio where we were actually pissed off at each other, which I was actually excited to see, but maybe for another podcast. Womp, womp, womp. Womp, womp, womp. But anyway, well, thanks for watching. The Almost Church podcast. Um, where we're almost a church. Where, <laughs> oh gosh, we are not almost a church. Hey, uh, when two or more gather together. Is that what it says in the Bible? What it says in the Bible, You're a church? We're a church. This is yeah. the church of almost. We're almost a church. Almost a church. Awesome. Well, y'all have a good one. On to the next episode.